Hello, we didn't test for mics. All right, testing. All right, I think we're good. <laughs> well, we're live, so I'll, we better I'll, I'll let you know when we're live. We're already live. Oh, oh, we are. Oh, yeah, we're live. <laughs> Hello, this everyone. This guy, it's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome back to episode 44 of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, a song of providence. I am joined by Pete. And Calibro, how are you gentlemen doing today? I'm doing pretty damn good. How good. about yourself? I'm doing great. I can't complain. Pete, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me Good. On. Love to have you guys on, as always, part of the crew here. Uh, we are missing Nick T. Nick T was unable to make it. Um, missing. Should we should we say why he was unable to make it? It's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Pete, I'll let you, you're good with this kind of stuff. I'll let you announce it. He, uh, he had a tragic accident. He uh, realized he was tone deaf. And so he can no longer be on the podcast. It's really just an unfortunate situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, we wish the best to Nick T, but we're, we can't be friends with people who are toned up. So Nick yeah. T, unfortunately, um, yeah, he's gone. But anyway, um, brighter news. We have so much to talk about here. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday evenings, Thursday mornings, Wednesday afternoons, wherever you are in this big, great, beautiful world. Um, we have, again, really a loaded slate for you guys. We are talking um, Roa versus Mimi, obviously the duel. We are talking uh, what happened to Mimi and the relationship between her and the President Drone. We are talking what happened to Roa and Roa's band. We are talking about the super team that formed at the end of 44. And more than that, we got the summary and cast for 45. We got the summaries for 46 and 47 that dropped yesterday around this time. So we have the next three episodes to discuss. It's going to be a loaded stream. Obviously a character that um, has become very uh, symbolic with this channel um, is dueling in episode uh, 46. So, you know, we'll, we'll save that for, you know, when we talk about the spoilers. But uh, I have a lot to say about that. I'm sure these gentlemen, as well as uh, Pete there, uh, has a lot to say about it as well. We are also going to be picking for Yuga versus Hunt, Yuga versus Mike. So make sure you get your picks in for that. The email for that is down below in the description. And before we get into our thoughts on 44, I want to thank everybody who donated in the last Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up stream. Now, there's two ways to donate. You can use the link in the description, which I get a much larger percentage of, or you can use YouTube Super Chat. Either way, I am super appreciative of people that choose to support the channel this way. It is never necessary. It is never expected, but it is most certainly extremely appreciated. And there's no better way than to shout out those people at the start of all these podcasts. So big thank you to Sean Gilbride, Kyo Cesar Campos, Alan Wilkinson, X Slayer, Nick Schoner, Drago77 Blue, The Nerds, Jack Knight21, Electric Kevin, Ice Aiden, Drone President the Controller, Blake Engelbrecht, TNX Rail, Random, Adola Burst, Alex Verme, Nicholas Horton, Goose, Legendary Duels, That Man666, Novice Gamer, Janet Ernst, The Sox God, T Pink Staff, Davis Enos, Lone Tam, Solid Snack, Chapel of Flapple, Limestone, and Cassius335. Thank you guys so much. That was a mouthful. I love all of you guys. Thank you uh, so much. And uh, I think without further ado, um, it's time to get to our thoughts on episode 44. Uh, would one of you gentlemen like to begin? or um, I uh, You forgot something as part of your intro. I did. Um, God bless Nick Yagi, the uh, savior of the Yu-Gi-Oh! franchise. <laughs> 
God bless Nick Yagi. Uh, that month is coming to an end. <laughs> However, I have a feeling I'll be saying it for a lot longer than a month, yeah. given uh, what's to come. But we'll discuss that <laughs> later we'll on. Cook it up. Right? Cook it up. Well, we'll be cooking up a, a spicy hot wing as well. Yeah. Are you going to eat that with me or no? Yeah. We all agreed. Oh, okay. Thank no. you. I agreed to do it for fun. I just want to eat it. Oh, okay. Wings. I hate spicy food. So it's, yeah, it's going to be. Take, I'll take the bowl. I mean, it's going to be painful for me. I mean, there, there's a chance that he might not win. There's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, uh, do one of you guys want to start, or do you want to throw it back to me? Um, Why don't you start us off, bro? Yeah, let's throw it back to you. All right, I'll, I'll start it. Um, so, obviously, I love to um, kind of watch the episodes, uh, with that, especially subbed, without seeing anyone's thoughts on them. I try to stay off Twitter. I try not to look into any reviews. I try not to even look at my own Discord when it comes to these episodes because I want my thoughts and opinions to not be influenced yeah, by other you people. You want that raw. I want that opinion. raw opinion. And sometimes it's an opinion that a lot of people agree with. Sometimes it's an opinion that not a lot of people agree with. And that's okay. I've been doing it for four or five years. It's something that I love. And I think it's something that a lot of people find enjoyable about my reviews because I think they're a little authentic. Uh, something that I am very surprised about, I addressed it in my episode review, and it's what I want to start off by talking to you gentlemen about, which is why it's going to be my opening monologue for uh, this episode of Sevens Up, is the response that a good amount of people have towards what happened to Mimi in this episode. Now, I have said many times on this podcast and throughout my, um, you know, Yugi-tubing uh, anime-wise career so far that I really like Mimi as a character. Mimi is a character that I find fascinating, I find compelling, and I really think she has been uh, one of those surprising uh, sweet spots of Sevens for me. I've really, really enjoyed her character. That being said, uh, I am surprised at the amount of people that were very upset uh, slash even angry about what happened to her in this episode from a writing perspective. Um, I thought the writing, and of course talking about the brainwashing trope, was perfectly executed in this sense. This to me is not like your traditional Yu-Gi-Oh girl or girl in Yu-Gi-Oh gets brainwashed, gets mind controlled, and it, it it's just a trope that we've seen so many times as Yu-Gi-Oh fans. You know, Aoi Zizen did not pledge allegiance to the Knight of the Knights of Hanoi. She was just forced into getting brainwashed. The Brazic Girls did not pledge allegiance to the Doctor and Academia. Uh, Kotsuri did not pledge allegiance to the Baryons. You know, I could go on and on and on with every single uh, girl character, except maybe Aki with the whole Divine thing, because she did join with Arcadia, but that was a little more complicated. Uh, Mimi walks into this room about ten episodes later, sees the previous host of the Goha Drone drop dead in front of her. Drop dead in front of her and still decides to take on the role of becoming the president. She felt it was just too good of an opportunity to pass up on. I, you know, whether you can blame her or not for that, whatever. That's another debate. But we know she wanted to chase her dreams. She's always felt like she's a step behind everyone. She wanted to rise up the corporate ladder as fast as possible. This was the way to do that. But, but that being said, there's always going to be consequences to your actions. Mimi swore allegiance with the Goha drone, and she's not clueless. If she was clueless, she wouldn't have been part of Top Thank Mexico. Thank you for she's not the dono. She, she's a smart and intelligent woman. I, I believe that. I think it's been implied that she is. She had to have known there was severe risks signing up with Mr. Goha and the Goha drone, seeing the previous host dead in front of her, and she still made that sacrifice. She yep. still made that choice. So when the Goha drone takes control of her, 
I think it was a great moment, not only for um, the brainwashing trope being done well, but for finally legitimizing this Goha drone after 44 episodes of just going, ha, 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 to finally being a legitimate and um, potentially deadly threat. I mean, at one point he says, we need to choke the life out of Roa, much like he choked the life out of the previous host and is probably going to slowly choke the life out of Mimi and maybe hosts that have come before him. And another point, you know, if we want to play, oh, but why is it always a girl character? The character before Mimi was a man, was a guy character that literally died. So I have, I'm surprised at the amount of outrage and anger that there has been uh, for this particular writing choice. I think this is the brainwash trope done perfectly well and not like we have seen in most Yu-Gi-Oh shows. Uh, I have absolutely zero issue with it at all. Um, this is the kind of, I think, um, consequence that we kind of wanted to see when it came to Mimi signing on with, as far as we know, the main or one of the main threats in this entire universe. Mm -hmm. And I think it was very well done. Cal and Pete, uh, I want your thoughts on that. Do you agree with me? Do you completely disagree with me? Um, obviously, you have not been in the Yu-Gi-Oh! community as long as me, so yeah. you don't have the same burns that myself and many others who have been here for 20 years uh, have. So, you know, you probably are more, I would say, maybe on my side. But, I mean, what are your thoughts on it? Well, I think just by comparison of the one other Yu-Gi-Oh! show that I fully watched, if you compare it to Aoi's Aizen situation, it's night and day. Right. It's, it's completely different. Mimi is a grown adult. She knows what she's doing. She like it's not like it's a child being fooled into doing something. She walks up. She's been dying to be the president literally since she's been Thank in Hexagon, right? Yeah. She wanted to be the at the top. And now, yeah. and now she's fulfilling that dream. She's probably going to die being the president. Well, like, I, I hope not, but but I, like that's kind of how it's being foretold. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. It's slowly taking control of her. Like, in the beginning, it was a back and forth. You know, it was this kind of tool, almost like dual personality for the president. And then once, you know, Mimi reached too far, the president drone was just like, all right, it's my time now. Boom, electric shock through the brain. I have control. Yeah. I think the cool part about it is she's still conscious. For the for the beginning of yeah. it. Yeah. Because then so, eventually he takes full yeah. control. But, like, she's like... My mouth is moving. My, my, I'm saying things, but I'm not actually saying And them. that's a unique perspective that I don't think any other Yu-Gi-Oh! has given us, where a character does go into brainwashing or mind control, mm -hmm. and we actually hear the real version they of like them monologuing. Into it, yeah. yeah, that was, I thought, really unique and really well done as well. Yeah, I yeah. think they did a very good job with it. I mean, as much as you might just hate the overall like idea Trope. of somebody being brainwashed yep. or somebody being trapped like that, I think they did it really well. Yeah. Um, Pete, your thoughts? Yeah, I didn't really have a problem with it. I, I didn't think it was like, as you guys iterated, uh, she's an adult. She knows what she signed up for, and uh, I did like that aspect of still, like, she's somewhere in there, her consciousness, hmm. before he fully initiated it and took over. But she snapped right out of it as soon yeah. as the duel was over. Yeah. And I talked last week and the weeks before um, that I was afraid to even pick this duel because I thought the drone element could kind of add into this yeah. and possibly take her over, and that's like literally Please, exactly yeah. what I'm sure when you saw that happen, you were like, oh, I, I thought that was it for Roa. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, damn it, like, here we go. Yeah. Uh, but thankfully, that did not yeah. be the case. Um, I don't know how well that drone's dueling skills are. I mean, we only saw one card that was introduced that is apparently belonging to the drone or the past president. Mm -hmm. Is there a full deck? I don't know. I'd be yeah, interested yeah. to see that, but... Mimi knows what she's getting into, and it might get to the point where if she can't 
find a way to coexist, um, it could kill her just like the last president. Yep. Yeah. Did you, because I saw a couple other uh, pieces of criticism with the episode, which I always like to look for, especially an episode that I really liked, and I really liked this episode. Um, did you have an issue with the Goha drone losing in his first duel? No. I didn't because it wasn't really him dueling, if that makes sense. It was like a weird combo of the two of them. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's too much you can take from that, but you guys didn't have an issue with it. No, I had no issue, and I think you can say the same for both Mimi and for the drone. Yeah. That you could say, well, if the drone started the duel, he would have won. You right. Know? But then at the same time, you could say, well, Mimi seemed to have full control of the duel. If you, if the drone doesn't take over, maybe she would have won. Right. Yeah. And I feel like those are both still viable arguments on either side. Yeah. So I no, I think the combination of the two, it could just be kind of a foretelling of that pairing is not going to work out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? As in like, they're two separate like entities that may both be powerful, but as a team, like her being the president may not be something that's going to last. Yeah. And if that doesn't last, I'm worried for her life. I really am. Cause I don't think this drone is going to really spare. Well, it's that or, or let the drone her walk away. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, all of a sudden with, with this episode, I've become a lot more concerned for Mimi. Yes. I was definitely concerned about her well being before this. Mm -hmm. uh, now I'm very concerned. We did get some more Mimi cards, some more Diane Keto support literally uh, earlier Today or yesterday, I believe a lot of it is anti-spellcaster support. So some rumors that maybe a Mimi slash drone versus Yuga duel could happen at some mm -hmm. point in the future. You know, we'll we'll see about that. But um, yeah, definitely um, fascinating stuff there. And I'm, I'm surprised at the amount of people that thought it was a bad decision to have her brainwashed um, and compared it to the previous shows because I I just don't think it's fair personally to do that. But um, generally speaking, uh, and the episode as a whole because it was a hell of a lot. And we're gonna just dissect things, you know. I got we got Ro yeah. Roa's return and the band situation. We have the super team, Otis and the Silhouette Man, um, and then of course the summaries for 45, 46, and forty seven. This is gonna be a loaded night, guys. So uh, bear with us. And again, thank you for coming by. Uh, generally speaking, uh, your thoughts on this episode? I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Anytime Roa is on screen, I usually uh, enjoy it, and it was nice. I mean, I said last week as well. I've been calling for so many weeks. Mm -hmm. For Roba to finally make a legitimate return, Not, yeah. you know, I, I enjoy his advice to Yuga, but like I want him to be a focus of an episode or actually duel and be present, and we got that here. Um, I thought the episode had a lot of depth that I wasn't expecting, particularly yeah. with Roa and his two bandmates, yeah, his two friends i guess not anymore we can we can um, definitely transition to that real quick yeah if, that, if, yeah. if you're okay with that absolutely you shoot um, on that. yeah that part really hit home for me actually the most throughout the episode because roa is doing something a lot of people do when they struggle with expressing uh their feelings emotionally uh i can be guilty of this sometimes and he is masking his own worry and pain by acting like everything is fine and trying to just mull over and go over the fact that he's kind of being a pompous ass. Yeah. yeah. And he's not connecting with them properly and not giving them the friendship that they need. And he's not only being an ass, but he's not even recognizing that. He thinks he fixed it by saying, you guys are my two aces, and then immediately throws it down the drain. He, I don't think he even for himself makes the connection that when he summons his his ace there his new ace what a end. moment that he, was he he doesn't i don't think he even thinks like oh yeah i had this conversation maybe a month ago 
about how those two view themselves. I said that those were both my aces, mm -hmm. and I just discarded them and tribute summoned them. Mm -hmm. He doesn't make those connections, no. and I think that is him being an ass, but that lack of awareness emotionally, it cost him possibly two friendships. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's... It's cool to see kind of two characters in Geta and Ushiro who you don't get much from in the show as a whole. Like, you got the one Geta duel. Yeah. And, um... Did Ushiro... He, he dueled, dueled Rook in yeah, season one. Rook. Yes. But, like, character-wise, you kind of get that relationship that they all had. You can see how Geta from the beginning didn't even really, like, think he was going to be back in the band. Like, he was like, oh, did, uh, did Yuga end up getting you that drumming robot? And he was like, no, like, you're my drummer. You guys are my aces. And it's like, everything starts to connect. But Geta sees it right away. As soon as Roa says, oh, I'm going to do it by myself. You guys can just stand behind me. He, he was just like, yeah, no shot. Like, I'm out. And then yeah. the whole duel just symbolizes, basically, them being pushed to the curb and Roa doing it on his own. So, I, I mean, I liked I, I liked that whole background of it because it's something that, I guess I didn't really expect in the episode, mm -hmm. so it makes it that much more uh, interesting, I would say. Yeah, Roa uh, has a lot of room to grow, which I love, because yeah. I already yeah. like his character a lot. He has a lot of room to grow as, as a person, not necessarily maybe as a well, as a character too, but really as a person and as an individual, and um, seeing Roa now more actively involved in the show and uh, just what transpired in this episode was uh, surprising, but but good. Um, as I said in my review, some people just have no emotional intelligence whatsoever. None. And Roe is one of those guys. Yeah. And, and you know, there, there's some people out there, and even though he didn't necessarily do this, there's some people who struggle to express their, their true gratitude and feelings for other people, and they mask it by not only hiding their emotions, but they mask it by uh, spending money, by buying gifts. Yeah. That's a very common thing that you see. And you didn't really see that with Ro in this episode, but I think it all falls under the same umbrella, right? It falls under this umbrella of caring for someone, but just not expressing it in a mature and appropriate way. And there were plenty of hints that Roa absolutely does care about Ushido and Geta. Sure. When he walks out of the stadium and he's wondering where they went and sees Geta's drumsticks. When Roman walks past him and says, stop lying to yourself. You can see Roa get upset by that comment. Yeah. Not angry, but genuinely like saddened by it. Um, and that, to me, at the end, too, was a great shot of when Roman was holding Geta's drumsticks and Roa was just kind of looking at her. Uh, that was, of course, before, um, you know, the... Machine Cavalry Club interrupted with their yeah. news, which we're going to talk about that as well. But, um, yeah, Roa uh, continues to be, you know, he, he had been gone here for about 25 episodes. Yeah. This was almost as perfect of a return episode as you could have asked for, yeah. in yeah. my opinion. And I said uh, when we were watching it again, Cal was watching it for the first time, um, that flashback scene not only I think is really well done, I just like the way that it's, it's not only black and white, but it looks old style film the way it's kind of staticky and you could yeah. kind of see the little lines in yep. the film i thought that was a really great like director's choice touch to animate it and do it in that way i really yep. thought it added to like the perspective and the aspect mm -hmm. of the scene yeah i think it Whatever. also helped show that it was not something that just happened yeah like it was kind of like okay like this is this was said months ago and it helps portray the past by filming it in that. Because when does he like, duel Geta? Like eighteen? He duels Geta in eighteen. We just yeah. don't know how much time has passed because since yeah. then Yuga took on Nail twice. 
the whole Machine Cavalry Club arc happened. So yeah. I'd imagine this is something that happened probably during that Machine Cavalry Club after Roa and Yuga had their convo pre-Neil Round yeah, 2. And yeah. I would also say it's important to note in their fracture uh, at the end of this episode that um, Yumino Yoshiro um, was the one that stood behind him. The now, most. We, we yeah. take Roman out, right, because they're, they're family and stuff yeah. like that, and she's doing her own thing. Uh, but he stood behind Roa the most, and he's the one... Who seemingly in the flashback got get it to come back, mm-hmm. yeah. And for him to a couple shots in this episode to actually have the hair removed away from his eyes, yeah. and him to be the one that he stayed behind to explain to Roa that yeah, get is long gone already, and say hey, I'm I'm not going to stand behind you anymore either. I think that was an impactful moment of like, yeah. It took him that much extra. You could see how far Roa is not treating his friends correctly. That even your most loyal one. He now left you too. Yeah, he yeah. got so fed up that he yeah. felt like he couldn't stand behind him. I think Roa, I said this uh, when we were finishing at the end of the episode, I think he's going to go on a good character arc here. And his by the end of the show, I expect him to understand how to treat his friends better mm-hmm. uh, and actually be friends with them and not view them as assets or pawns or just bandmates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if he goes on that arc, I think that could be a lot of room to grow for that character. Yeah, well said. Um, it's a good transition because the Machine Cavalry Club leaves. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that as well because I I don't think that things are going to go well for the Machine Cavalry Club. I'll give my theory in a little mid... Uh, I like the theories. A mid sevens up rant, or not rant, but dialogue on that, on what I think is going to happen there. Um, but the Machine Cavalry Club leave. Yuga and Roa form a team. They need a third person. And who else... Who you know, knows about Otis, right? Who else has motivations that maybe tie to Otis a little bit? Um, it felt like Durant joining the Warriors. I mean, it, it really did. It did. Nail walks in. Yeah. Roman, Rook, and Gagato are shocked. Yeah. Rook is pissed, man. Yeah. I'd be Rook, pissed Rook's too. That's the line we were all thinking of. Like, yeah. Isn't the team a little too Yeah, stacked? I'd be pissed too, because yeah. now Rook's opportunity to become the king of duels has it's just, so hard. Has just, oh my God. Just plummeted. crashed, plummeted, yes. Yeah. Um, the super team of Yuga, <laughs> Nail, and Roa is formed. Your thoughts on the super team. Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Are you rooting for them? Are they definitely going to win the tournament? I, I mean, w- what are your thoughts on this? Just a crazy, crazy turn of events here right before the tournament begins. There's no way that they lose the tournament. Really? I think the... I think if it's just a tournament, right? Mm. There, it's just a tournament. There's nothing that comes in and st- stops the tournament or makes somebody leave. Yeah, they would win. Okay. However, if I had to predict, I think something's going to interrupt the tournament. I do tell, yeah. And they're going to leave. Yeah. And I don't know if every team is going to leave, but I think Yuga and Rook and Roman and Gakuto and Neil and Roa will all leave. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to go on a completely different mission to maybe help the Machine Cavalry Club, maybe help Neil on his providence, who knows. But there's going to be some interruption. Maybe Otis shows up. and You know, it just... It's not going to be a normal tournament. There's, there's, That's a, all there's a lot of X factors right yeah. now. Um, did you like it, or do you think that it's a little, like, uh, it's just a little much? Um, 
It is a little much, but I don't like. <laughs> I don't dislike it. Like well, I don't you were, think, a, you were a Heat fan when LeBron and D I was. Wade a, well, I was also a Heat fan before LeBron oh, really? and oh, before Shaq. I, for some reason, I and, thought it was right when they yeah, joined I know, the team. Yeah. <laughs> like Bosch too. Right, well, Bosch. That was well. The it's all right. Dill was a Man U fan when they started getting good, and now he doesn't watch soccer anymore. It's it's com- actually, the opposite. Um, I watched the first David Moyes. Oh, Moise oh really? Yeah, okay. Unfortunately. Um, but no, I, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I think that Thank I think that them making this super the team, in my mind, almost ensures that the tournament is not going to be a normal tournament. Okay, okay, Pete, what do you think of the super team, bro? I mean, it's a little unfair. I mean, like <laughs> I, I love it. I mean, I love all three of those characters. It, it's it's a little OP. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a little ridiculous, and I like that they're meta enough. Um, to just outright say it and have Rook be kind of the uh, vessel to say what the audience is thinking there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's hard for me to believe that if, <laughs> unless they literally go, hey, I surrender, mm-hmm. that this team could somehow lose. Yeah. See, I don't I don't agree with you guys. You gotta beat all that. three of them. No, you have to beat two of three. Yeah, I mean, but if that if that's if it, the way it works, if we don't know if, if that's it the comes way it works. down to it. But if you have to be two of three, I think Rook's team has a shot. We know Rook can beat Yuga, and that means if Rook beats Yuga, which isn't a guarantee, I think that's a 50-50. You're saying that like Roman is beating Rolla. So here's my little or Gakuto is beating. Here's Nail. here's my little monologue on it. I think that one happens more. I disagree with you. The best thing that comes out of this super team. I don't think is necessarily for Gakuto, um, excuse me, for Neil, uh, Roa, or Yuga. I think the best thing that comes out of this super team is for Gakuto and Roman. Because if you assume that Team Yuga and Team Rook are going to meet, whether it's the semis, whether it's the finals, whatever it is, if you assume that that team is going to meet, and if you assume that it has to be Yuga versus Rook in a best of three, then that means either Roman beats Roa, carrying the weight and dreams of her band members, which I could totally see. And if you don't think that that's possible, then you have to justify... That might have been the worst shot in Sevens Up history. He actually shot it onto the staircase. That was a Nick T shot. That that was worse than a Nick T shot. We'll get that at the commercial break. Um, If you don't think that Roman has a prayer against Roa, then start justifying Gakuto beating Neil. Start doing it. Because one of those There's two has no to happen. There's no way Gakuto be there. Okay, then Roman can beat he Roman. Would, he would have one to... One of those two has to happen. He would have to have a serious head injury entering the Neil. <laughs> There's no way in the world. Ronze's... All of a sudden, Ronze's allegiance switching from Gakuto to Neil, which was like, oh man, especially it was kind of random. Even now that, it makes so much sense. And especially that they're gonna element, duel. you would figure she would show up probably during a duel, right? Yeah. Maybe that would be the big reveal. That's going to throw Gakuto off even more, isn't yeah, it? You would I don't imagine. think that's going to will him to be angry and somehow beat her new master. Could motivate him to, sh- to prove I, to her that I he's stronger. I don't see it. But, I, but if you think that, if those teams match up and you have to have Yuga versus Rook in the third match, for all the marbles on the line, then Ro- then Roman beats Roa or Gagato beats Neil. And so, in my opinion, the best thing that came out of this yeah. super team is for Roman and or Gagato because one of them is going to get a monstrous win. Imagine if Roman in one arc beats Yuga and Roa. That'd be pretty impressive. Be that would be. Impressive. In- I mean, she'd be the best girl in Yu-Gi-Oh. You wouldn't even need to have another however many episodes. Unless like, that would be just- it. Yeah, that would be it. No, even if even if she gets even completely written out of the show, even if they kill her off. 
She's yeah. already surpassed. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. At that probably. point, it doesn't matter. Yeah, she probably has. So, but again, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're assuming that Yuga and these teams are going to match, which I think they will. Um, what do you think you is more likely if that happens? The beating Neil or Roman beating Roa? I think Yuga losing. So you, so you, so then if that's the case, I mean Yuga winning and the other two winning. So a sweep. But if, if no, no, no. Oh. Roman wins, Gakuto wins, Rook loses. So then Rook Yuga would have to kick off that that yep. matchup. Yep. Oh, that'd be because Rook would be so ready Upset. to go and yeah. want to go so bad. And then he'd if he loses, he'd, he'd be win. heartbroken. He'd have his own little not like heel turn, but be like be mad like if they uh, after he loses, and then his friends pick him up. That'd be crazy. If Gakuto and Roman could you imagine? Beat and Roa, that'd be crazy. Okay, that's like the dream I mean, scenario. If, if that, <laughs> who, are, who are you rooting for, though? Be team Yuga or Team Rook? If they team were, Yuga. I'd be rooting for Team Rook. I'm rooting for the Dinosaur Club. Team Yuga. Yo, you're a fool. That's my boy. <laughs> I, 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 I love all I those like characters. Yuga a lot. I've always been here. Roa as, and Nail's my favorite As character. a fellow Mets fan, I expected it from the Yankees fan. I'm, I'm upset to hear you say that. I hate super teams. I, I love you, Neil and Ross. Listen, I hate super I teams. I need a taste of a little bit of winning. You had the oh Rams. My, you got oh. to the Super Bowl. I'm a Jets Scored fan. three points. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's different. I'm a Jets and a Mets fan, dude. I can't I can't root for a super team like that. I can't. No, as much as I love pride, those three. Wait, what do you mean? Right the there. Mets just spent a billion dollars. Shut up. Shut yeah. up. Um, How's the last play for you? But I... <laughs> Like, I root for bad teams. It's not my fault. Oh my god. Yeah, bad teams. 20, 27 rings over here. Give me a break, dude. Oh. Listen, I'm so excited to see how this plays out in the tournament. But the last thing that I want to touch on, Otis escapes. I mean, do you guys have any thoughts on that? I don't have any thoughts on it. It was, like, it was, so, <laughs> it was so the only thought I have is it was so memeish. Like yeah. he He's literally like, somehow carved out the floor and is going like down in the redemption. building, and he's just Never looking out, it. just like laughing, he's like at waving him. at him. And yeah. I said he had to have some kind of plan. My only theory was, did we know the artifacts of last time, the seven symbols and all that stuff? Yeah. What kicked off the show uh, was underground. What if there's something underneath the Goha main building, hmm. and he purposely positions wow. himself to get whatever that is, hmm. to his next test, his next whatever he's doing. Interesting. So that, that, that could be the only thing. But it was very memeish. They, so memeish. They, they announced, I forget what it's called, it's like seven, the core seven starter decks or structure decks from Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens that's going to come out in the OCG in August. So this will be the next arc, most likely. Late yeah. 50s and about episode count. And the seven decks, which I immediately made the thought, seven artifacts, were Yuga's, Romans, Gakuto, Rooks, okay. Nail, Roa, Asana. I mean, that makes sense. Those could be your core seven that match up sense. with the artifacts, mm -hmm. yeah. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. If I'm writing a Signers Part Two, that's the seven characters. That's what it is there. And yeah. um, but the one thing that I want to focus on is the Silhouette Man. Caterpillio calls in Gallant and and Chevelle for assistance here. Um, I I would be very worried, and I am very worried about the Machine Cavalry Club. I believe that the Silhouette Man is going to make an example out of them, and I believe that Tiger is going to be the messenger. She's going to deliver the message to Rook and to Yuga and all them. Covered in that blood. the machine... Well, let's hope not. That's, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That the Machine Cavalry Club got was wiped out. Not wiped out, literally, but like de destroyed and defeated. Yeah. And then Yuga and Rook are going to go to the mines. Yeah. That's what I believe is going to happen. I cannot see, without Yuga and Rook getting involved, 
the Machine Cavalry Club stopping a threat because then what's the point of even introducing him? You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't see them stopping and defeating this guy. I think he's going to establish deadly credibility by taking down the Machine Cavalry Club. I think you are um, pretty accurate on that. I can totally see that playing out like that. They walk into a scene of all their machines destroyed. Oh my god, that'd be messed up if right? he destroys all their machines. Because like that's like that was their, the whole purpose of the yeah, arc. Yeah, they the just started repairing them again. Jeez, yep. they're all just like broken and just ripped apart. Jeez. Well, a little bit of a foreshadow for episode forty-five. Uh, most of the Machine Cavalry Club, as well as the Silhouette Man, are speaking. So we are going to get so we'll some maybe get some backstory on this silhouette man. We might, and he actually six or he whatever. actually yeah he has a different name on the cast list. But we'll get to forty five in a little bit. We got to make our predictions on Yuga versus Hunt. Um, any other thoughts? I mean, it was such a big episode. Any other thoughts or theories or anything you want to touch on that I might have left out or not covered? I gotta get a water. Give me one too. Yep. Thanks, brother. I feel like there's also something uh, possibly brewing inside of Goha. Not only that they seem to be targeted at the moment um but i feel like it, it it could be a decently nice i feel like it could be a decently big deal that they have that one advisor there that's been working uh for the president presumably with the last president before he passed away yeah mm -hmm. is that going to be a big deal that they make light of all oh, the president's acting weird today all oh, the president's deck is weird i mean roa said to the whole crowd miss president i mean I feel like that could come back at some point where the members of Goha could be like, uh, what happened to our actual president and what the hell is going on here? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's the only other thing I could probably think of to yeah. take away from this. Something else that I want to point out, it was actually, um, you know, obviously we know and love um, Entime very much. She comes on the channel quite a bit. And uh, she made up a, a very good point about a product that is being released. Uh, let me look that up. So I want to credit her. That was over on Twitter. Um, let me pull it up real quick. I gotta scroll through her Twitter. I feel weird. <laughs> it's fine. She's a friend. Uh, let me look. Uh, it was such a it was such a um, an interesting thing, interesting thread. Um, yeah, basically, yeah, this was it. So um, there's a new pack coming out in the OCG. Uh, on June 5th called Maximum Ultra Evolution. Okay. That's the next set after Dynamic Eternal Live. Um, and if this arc ends after 13 episodes, it means this arc is going to end on episode 52, June 12th. So that set comes out June 5th. There's a very good chance that... We don't know the cover uh, characters in that... Um, on that pack, by the way. And if you're thinking that, oh, that could refer to the new Maximum that got revealed, the new Maximum that got revealed is in Dynamic Eternal Live. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to be that new Maximum. Based on that, the name of that set, there might be a lot of new Maximums coming to Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s for a lot of different characters at the end of this arc. So that's, and that's only five weeks away. So that's also yeah. something to get kind of uh, excited about and to keep an eye on in the next couple of days or so uh, do we get some news regarding new Maximum monsters? Uh, but it does look like we are going to get a flood of Maximums, potentially. I mean, we have Maximums in that set name, so that'll be interesting to keep an eye on. Yeah. That could be fun. Mm -hmm. could also get um, a little bit much if everyone has one. And, like, Maximums I like, but I like them for the big moments. I do think they kind of clutter up um, the actual game a little bit sometimes right. because... Your goal is to get those three cards out. You have to get those three cards out at the same time. And 
they have three different effects and it's it's very overpowering. Yeah. So it kind of takes away for me and sometimes the the technique yeah, that you can have in a duel. That's so, fair. That's fair. I guess we'll see. Yeah, because yeah. the strategy of the duel just goes to get those three cards, put them down. Yeah, and then and who's who's better? Who or who gets their maximum first? Yeah. Well, but then the strategy becomes if the other duelist gets their maximum first, do you have the ability and cards to withstand that maximum until you can at least get right yours. which was great in Yugen and Yugen Nail loved it but I was I was Yuga Sana did that leave a bitter taste with the maximum? a little bit like I, I wasn't a, a gigantic fan of I mean the first time she annihilated him and that after the 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 Neil stuff was very predictable I mean we knew that was happening and then the second time where both it dissolves and disappears yeah. at the same time I don't know I didn't I didn't love it. Well, you didn't it, like it either, didn't right? didn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, you guys didn't like that. Just the, no. dis the dissolving of the cards thing, and at the exact same time, the cards disappeared. It's just... Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I like, I like maximums, but I, I see what you mean. It'll I would have be... rather them mutually destruct each other. Like, just Well, that is basically them... what... Well, no, because they didn't go to the grave. They yeah. just vanished. Yeah, like, it was pretty... Yeah, it, just... it was interesting. It was different. It's definitely different. That's all right. Not everything's going to be a hit. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really have much of an issue with it, but... You know who knows a lot about hitting? Who? This guy at the blackjack table in AC. Do <laughs> so you want to tell the great people in the world uh, your winnings slash losings from uh, the past weekend? No. Okay. Okay. Tree fitty. <laughs> three fitty. You won three fitty. <laughs> Bow. Bow. <laughs> this guy's got money to blow if you know what I'm talking about. Does not. Oh, <laughs> three fitty down the toilet. Um. All right, I guess we will take, if we have any donations, we'll take some donations. We have quite a few. Well, thank you guys. Uh, I wanted to, again, just thank you guys for turning out so much to these streams. It, it means a lot to me. Sevens Up, Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, will always be the, the stream that I look forward to every single week. Uh, it's literally my favorite stream to do um, between Twitch, YouTube, it doesn't matter. I love doing these streams, so mm -hmm. thank you again so much for being here. And thank you for super chatting. It's never necessary, but it's, it's so appreciated. We're going to read quite a few now, and then stay tuned, because then we're going to get to the 45, 46, 47. and 47 summaries. The 45 cast, predictions, Yuga Hunt. Everything Yagi, uh, it's going to be good. So stay everything. tuned for that. <laughs> Yagi, so, uh, everything. You should rename your channel. That's one of the best. And the one thing that I called perfectly right on last week's Sevens Upstream, that'll come after this uh, donations. Sounds good hype. I like that. Thank you. Wow. Uh, we'll kick off, as we always do, with Sean Gilbride. Sean, 11 11 $11.11. $11 Thank said, you, Sean. As Mr. Goha once said, uh, uh. Uh, uh, was tempted uh, to make a 420 uh, joke, but too stoned to make one. Uh, <laughs> that was good. That was the good, right good old bait and switch. Sean, thank you, my man, for the donation. Love you, dude. 1111, make a wish. Thank you, Sean. That good old bait and switch. Yeah. <laughs> Xlayer donated $10. Thank you, Xlayer. It said, really enjoyed this episode. Uh, yeah. Thanks to Mimi and Ro overall. Uh, the duel itself was great to watch, and seeing Ro and Mimi's new monster was something to be uh, enjoyable to Keto. also see. Are you ready? To see Nick, Nottles. I have I have a feeling X Slayer is going to be pretty intense uh, in the, in the yeah. chat in the comment section tonight. Um, as he should. As he should. I will be live reacting obviously to that Nick Yagi episode. Um, again, <laughs> we're gonna I'm gonna save my thoughts for for after these donations. I'm gonna save my thoughts. But X Slayer, thank you very much. Uh, T Pinkstaff donated five dollars. Thank you so much, T Pinkstaff. Thank you. And said if you made a three man team from any Yu Gi Oh series to take down this stack team, who would it be? Playmaker. Well, you can only pick Vrains, so do Vrains. 
Well, Playmaker never lost. Okay, but you have to pick three people. Playmaker, Soul Burner. Okay. Lightning. Revolver. Lightning's pretty Lightning, good. Well, Lightning beat him, right? Technically. Lightning did beat him. No, you're not wrong. Lightning is um, good. That would be a that would be a tough team. If I had to pick any three from a, a team. Um jeez. Oh, Jonucci. No. Well, the original yeah, I guess Yugi, Kaiba, and Joey would be pretty lethal. It'd be pretty good. Yeah, I mean it'd be dis discombobulated. It'd be no <laughs> chemistry at all, especially because of Kaiba. Um GX, you know, Judai, Hell Kaiser, and uh Maybe Johan. Well, but if I forced team. you to make one team from all the shows, yeah, you pick it. one team. It has to be three characters from the same show. No. He, any didn't, say, he didn't specify oh, that. Oh, well, any if it's three. any three, then I'm going with Pro Tags. I would do Playmaker, Yusei, and probably Yami Yugi. I mean, that, that team would be invincible. Yeah, I'd probably go similar. Maybe Jack instead of Yusei kind of thing. Yeah, that's fair. I, I think that would be good. If I had to pick... what if? We, all right, let's make it... Let's add to this, then. What if we say protagonist not allowed? Okay. Now, who would you pick as a three? Across any show, you could add. Now, this makes it more challenging. Yeah, it does. Um, Akaba Reiji, Kaito, and Jack. Those would yeah. be my three. De- definitely Jack's got to be in there. Yeah, Jack, Kite, and Reiji. You I haven't seen those two. No, no. but I, I, what I've seen, Hellkaiser, Jack, and then I probably, hmm, what I pick? I'd probably pick Kaiba then. It'd be a weird team. They uh, everyone they hate each other. Yeah, but well, they're all assholes. So, but yeah. wait, no, don't insult the king. <laughs> but yeah, team. that'd probably be a team. Yeah, be a good team. That'd be fun. They, they, you could have teams that I think would be favorites if they went up against oh, yeah. the Rowan. And I like a lot of these, a lot of picks going on yeah. in the chat. I never read the chat while we're live because I, I don't, I get scatterbrained too easily. But I always go back and look at it. So definitely leave your comments. That'd be a good team too. Colin said Revolver, Kaito, Kaiser. Yeah, that'd be a good uh, team. It's a, pretty, good team. it's a pretty solid team. Uh, Ice Hayden donated $5. Ice, thank you. And thank Ice, you, Pink Staff. Ice, thank you, Ice Hayden. Yeah, it was a good question. And said, I said, with the team Yuga versus team, who do you think will beat who? Well, we were talking about that earlier. I, you know, Team Rook. You think they're going to go up against Team Rook, and then, as we discussed, do you think it's going to fold out like that? I'm high on Team Rook. I really am. I mean, they are our main characters. Yeah, I'm high on Team Rook. So what do you think? It's a Rook beats Yuga, Gakuto beats Neil, and then Roa beats Roman, or the other way around? I think Roman beats Roa, carrying the the spirit of the band members to try and get through to Roa. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think... Nail beats Gakuto, and then I think Rook beats Yuga again. You, See, I think it's the opposite there. I think it's everything you said up until I think Yuga gets his revenge against Rook. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. So then you would have Team Yuga winning. I would have Team Yuga winning because okay. it would be Yuga and Neo as the win, and I do believe that actually that would serve Ro- a Roa better if Roman won there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why not, Shot? I want. I would want to see Roman and Gakuto win if Team Rook won. Mm-hmm. Like both of them and Rook losing to Yuga. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so. But like you know, Yuga Rook's gonna be the last, uh, the last of the three. So I would probably lean more towards what you said, with Roman beating Roa and then Rook beating Yuga. So you think Team Rook would win? Yeah. This guy. That's all right. I'm talking about. Team Rook loses All right. I'll teach you everything I know one day. I was born there. <laughs> hey. I already know it all. <laughs> <laughs> I say it, and thank you, my man. Thank you so much. 
Uh, Jack Knight is here. Jack Knight. I saw he changed his uh, profile pic to a picture of Gohan Drone, which is great. He Thank did. you, Jack. And he donated That's five bucks. And he said, hey, Dylan, Cal, and Pete, how's it going? Good. Uh, I got top eight in the extravaganza. Congrats. Can't wait for 46. Congrats. 40. Well, Congrats, awesome. totally. We know what's happening in 46. So I got this great mat. Hold on. This is an official Yu-Gi-Oh! Judge mat. Let me know if it shows up on the camera well. Does it show up well? Well, remember, there's a delay. Um, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I got this good. mat. On eBay, it goes for like 120 I ended up getting it for like 70 bucks on like an auction site. So I love it. Obviously, Condemned Dark Lord. Great monster. Uh, I was not a judge in 2020, but... Uh, extravaganza, Jack. What what do you have to come in, Jack, to win a mat? Keep an eye out for Jack's comment if he writes that. What place do you have to come in to win like an extravaganza mat? But I love the mat. Next time we do a pack opening, which will probably be for Dynamic Eternal Live, we'll do it on this new mat. But um, that's gonna look good. It'll look great, Jack. Good job, man. Thank you. Top eight. We're proud of you, man. Thank you, dude. Maddie's here. What's up, Maddie? I uh, want to thank Maddie Adola Burst. Yes. I uh, want to thank him for uh, donating uh, $150 last night on Twitch. He's a guy. A $100 donation followed by a $50 donation. Uh, that was insane. Uh, Maddie, <laughs> thank you so much, dude. There's a rumor that he might be able to come towards the end of summer. Got to talk to you about I like that. that. It's a rumor. <laughs> it's a rumor because it's not confirmed right now, but we'll see. So we got to talk about that, Maddie. Love you, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for all you do, including here, because you should thank him again, because he donated 50 bucks. And Jesus he, Christ. And he said 50 more for Nick Yagi. To support <laughs> I, hate, I hate him. <laughs> of course, hope you, Cal, and Pete are having a great night. Well, Maddie, you just made my night that much better, man. Thank you so much for another crazy, crazy, crazy awesome. super chat. I just hate that these super chats are in the name of Nick Yagi. So I was yes. live on Twitch last night when the Nick Yagi news came in, and people started going nuts. I mean, it started was one of the hype train. Yeah, right. One Pegasus. of the biggest ones you've ever had. One of the biggest hype trains I've ever had. Ray All Chief thanks Ken to who? Nick Yagi. Thank you. Maddie was just donating. I was insane. Yeah. And, like, Plus I was Nick so Yagi. thankful for it because I'm thankful whenever anyone supports me, especially in that sort of way. But I was so ag aggravated at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Because it was all for Nick Yagi, but Nick it, Yagi, it's just—it's great because we'll talk about it more. But Studio Bridge, if you're out there, you know what to do. You know what to do. Not, they don't watch this channel. You know Stop with that theory. They don't watch this channel. I'm sticking by that theory. That's starting to become it's less. One of my and, favorite crack theories. It's starting to become less and less of a crack theory. <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Love it, Maddie. I love you. Thank you so much, dude. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Just man. like before we go to the next one, just think about it in that theory. Nick Yagi was an afterthought in the show. He hadn't done anything. He hadn't said anything. You could argue he hasn't done and, anything still. Yeah, and he's, he's still. And then you said, just out of nowhere, he's not even going to appear in an episode by episode you 42. Thank you for Episode 42, he shows up. Yeah. Then you double down and say, it doesn't matter because he's never going to duel and he's never going to win one. Yeah. Four episodes, chills, four episodes later, <laughs> he up. is going to duel <laughs> and win a duel. Well, we don't know about that. Come on. There's, a no, we don't. It, there's at least a chance. There's a 50 there's, 50 there's chance. A chance. It's sure. written in the stars. And that enough should shake you to your core. <laughs> Pete comes to my house today and he's like, I'm so excited for Nick Yagi's barbecue duel in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I want, I've never wanted to kick someone out of my house as badly as I did in that moment. <laughs> 
Nick Yagi's barbecue duel. Well, Nick Yagi wins. Should we do the stream outside at the grill? Oh my god, <laughs> that'd be brilliant. We should also get Dylan Nick Yagi's hat. He should have. To oh wear yeah, that. I think I think that was part of the bet. I think I have to wear the cowboy hat. Great. Ah, dude. If 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 Studio Bridge does anything. They will carry through with this plan. Make it reality. Uh, bless Nick Yagi. Bless Nick Yagi. Uh, Nicholas Horton. <laughs> and he donated five pounds. Matty, thank you so much, man. And uh, Nick said, spoilers for episodes 44 and 45, yeah. uh, which sound interesting. And the 7's upcoming Twitch game has a new playable protagonist with Yuga behind him. Yeah, so Nicholas Horton, thank you so much for the super chat, my man. Um, Nicholas, we always mention your name whenever we talk about yeah. this segment because I don't think you've missed a talking Yu-Gi-Oh segment. I can't since, remember the last since time. To the, since the Vrains ones, man. <laughs> yeah. And you live in the UK, thank so this is late for you, dude. For thank you so dono. much, Nicholas. Um, yeah, the Sevens video game looks phenomenal. Like, it really looks great. It looks decently open world. It looks um, like the, the Versus screen with Yuga and Ronze that I saw looked really clean. Um, and the pre-order um, Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's game on four different Japanese sites, including Japanese Am or Amazon Japan, and um, uh, a cup Play Asia, I believe, was another one. Uh, it, it went up for pre-order today, the number one pre-order game in Japan wow. today. Wow. Um, so if you wonder how Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush Duels and 7's is more so Rush Duels is perceived over in Japan, it's clearly extremely popular. Um, which is definitely a good news for potentially another Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, and for, of course, Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s as well, and just Yu-Gi-Oh! as a whole, which, of course, we want to see go on for as long as possible. I think everyone yeah. in the chat and at home feels the same way about that. So the Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s uh, Rush Duel game looks incredible. I'll be getting it, even if it's fully in, J in uh, Japanese, which it probably will be. We'll play it. We'll try to figure our way through it. It'll actually be pretty hilarious. No, Maybe I'll buy those. Funny. There's glasses that can instantaneously translate, aren't there? Like Google, uh, Google glasses? Glass. It's pretty expensive. How expensive? Uh, last I checked, I don't know. What was that? Like eight? 800? 800? I think it was yes, something like that. Maybe a little too much, yeah. It, it would be pretty cool look, though. Look it would be looking, and, and I could literally translate. Yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> or you could just I don't know watch, how well you could just watch you for the dono. Way better quality. <laughs> uh, but Nicholas, thank you, man. We're going to do a few others, and then we are going to get to uh, 45, 46, 47 here. Yes, absolutely. Alan Wilkinson donated two pounds. Thank you, Alan. And said, love the subtlety of drones mind control cards. Yeah. yeah. That is true. Yeah. As soon as it came on the field, it took care of Diane Quito's prison guard. And the cool thing is, uh, if you look back, and I won't notice this the second time I watched it, you actually see that card in Mimi's hand when she starts her turn, and that card doesn't get addressed nope. until the drone says something. So, yeah, very subtle the way they included it. It was really well done. It was, I mean, I, I didn't think that gimmick or that execution was bad at all. I mean, that was my opening well. monologue. I thought yeah. it was fine. Yeah, I, I was totally fine with it. Yeah. Uh, let's scroll back up here. Thank you, Alan. Uh, Xlayer donated another $2 and said, uh, do you want to tell everyone what's at stake for our bet? Yes, so if Nick Yagi wins, I have to eat a very spicy hot wing live on stream on 7's Up. I have to say bless Nick Yagi for, I think, another full month. Uh, and I have to commission the artist that I get my emotes done from. They're, they're not cheap. <laughs> Um, a Nick Yagi emote. So a Nick Yagi emote will be available to YouTube channel members if he wins a duel, and so potentially, and potentially to Twitch subs if we ever reach Twitch partner status. Um, so, and then if he does not win, X Slayer has to cheer. 
I think it's 2,500 bits and then donate like, and then donate like $75. Yeah. So it's a lot of money. It's yeah. very expensive. For Nick Yagi. For Nick Yagi. I, I just love that even if he loses, you said weeks ago, someone could, I'm sure could find the clip, he will never duel in the show. And I said, well, he has to duel this. Even the fact that he's just dueling, yeah. even if he loses, I just love it. I love it. I love how they dropped it, by the way, within 24 hours of this podcast. So I had to deal with this today. I love that they, they dropped not only it tomorrow, they did that, but they dropped it while you were live on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't believe X-Layer no. when he said that to what, read the summary. And then yeah. you saw my reaction when I saw DMC tweet. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. It was amazing. It was amazing. And not only that, Dylan still doesn't think someone from Studio Bridge watches. He still doesn't believe it. I know. Yeah, Colin, I agree with that. Someone find that YouTube clip where he said he was never going to duel and then pair that with when he wins and you see the life points drain out. I'll be live if that happens. I'll well, the, the life points drain out and then it cuts to Dylan at the next yeah. <laughs> set. With the Dude, I, on. whoever he's dueling, and I think I know who he's going to duel. I'm not going to say it out of people that don't want spoilers, yeah. but we'll talk about that very soon. I'm going to be, I'm never going to root harder for a character in my life. Like, I'm going to be obnoxious during the watch-along. Like, I'm going to be obnoxiously oh, rude for that character. That would be amazing. X-Lyre, I love you, man. It's all in good fun. I love oh, you, Yeah, dude. totally. Thank you, my man. Uh, drone President the Controller donated two Canadian dollars. Thank you, Drone. And said, our God will finally duel. Hashtag bless Nick Yagi. Hashtag goat mask. Hashtag Thank you, Drone. Jeez, oh uh, came back and donated another two Canadian dollars and said, Otis's followers team is born, baby. Best team ever. I mean, you could argue that. Yeah, I think that you say Crow and Jack um, is a decent team um, as well. But I do think that this is one of the strongest trios yeah, we've but ever you hate had Crow. in Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't hate Crow. A lot of people love to say that. A lot of people like it's like I'm you know like, what I've you know what I've discovered as I've my that around the mill, as actually. my as my YouTube career has, has yeah. progressed. A lot of people like to just put words in my mouth yeah. where yeah. I like to say, "Yeah, welcome I wasn't, to the public." Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of you know insert yeah. character's name here, and then it becomes a meme. Yeah, Dylan hates. Well, I guess we do it with legendary well, duels. Exactly, and I, I associate <laughs> the two in the same. Yeah, but Dylan hates Crow just as much as JC hates Brains. <laughs> And those two both, they could be completely untrue, which they are. And, and I will always say them. Thank you oh, for the dono. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I really wouldn't. Uh, Electric Kevin donated five Australian dollars. Thank you, Kevin. And said, did not enjoy Roa's relationship with the band and the possessed gimmick. Great episode, though. Also, second time Dylan compared something to a raccoon in a review. I did. Remember, I did it uh, with Soul Burner. And, and yeah, again. I remember. Yeah, I remember. What'd you do this time? With well, I said. <laughs> What'd you do in this episode? What was in the review? I said in my episode review. I figured there was enough time that had passed where people wouldn't remember the analogies. <laughs> and I said, you know, with Mimi when she took on Mr. Goha, I said if you see a raccoon acting weird in the daytime, right. and you go to pet it, right. and it bites you, and you probably have rabies you knew the risk of petting a raccoon that was right. acting weird right and mimi knew the risk by partnering with remember i, I said the same exact thing with uh windy and flame i tried to forget but i remember yeah well go back to my review i immortalized it in that review <sighs> thank you kevin thanks kevin for taking us down memory uh lane there and yeah i was hoping no one would remember i that. I, I understand you know maybe the roa relationship with Ooh. his band 
uh, didn't work for you. That's why I think he's on a character arc to grow, uh, because he just was a pompous ass. Mm -hmm. uh, so there, yeah. there need as we talked at the top of the show, he needs uh, a big wake up call, and I think Roman possibly could provide that. So, yeah, we'll see. Roman Empire. Uh, Goose is here. Goose. Goose. We want to do two or three more. Two more after this. Uh, yeah, let's do this and one more. Okay. Uh, donated five dollars. And what did he say? He can said, "Yeah, thank you, Goose." No, can you do it? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll test you every week. Hold on. If you can, I'll try. think about it. Um, sending positive vibes and kindness to everyone, uh, and make sure to keep things PG. Positively, Goose. Yeah, you need to make sure just and keep things PG positively. Well, I like I'll give to, it to I you. like to paraphrase. I'll, I'll give it to you, Goose. Thank you. I finally got it right, Goose. I love you, man. Sorry. Thank you, yeah. dude. Thank you for being here. I hope you're having a great night, my man. We're going to do one more, and then we're going to get to 45, 46, and, and Don't worry. We'll read them all. Oh, yeah. We get to them all. We get to them all. Six. Uh, we'll finish off right now with X-Layer, another $5. X-Layer, thank you, And man. he said, just a piece of advice. Never doubt the character that might be relevant that you say immediately is not going to duel. Now look what happened. Yeah, no, he's right. He's right. Listen, I'm eating crow. I'm eating a lot of crow. I already ate crow. And it's fitting because you hate crow. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you didn't like crow. All right, that's, that's, it was too easy. Like it was right there. You know what, X Slayer? I love you, man. That was a layout. Thank, thank you for the super. <laughs> thank you. Speaking for of Yagi, the I think it's time to read the forty-five cast, forty-six and forty-seven summaries. If you do not want any spoilers at all, now is your chance to click off the video. We are going to start with episode forty-five. Spoiler warning. Go. Upstart Hunter. Fierce battles have unfolded during the team battle royale tournament. And Yuga and company have been racking up wins. The three members of the Dueling and Dinosaur Research Club then arrive before them. Wanting to spar with Yuga, Hunt challenges him to a duel. For some reason, Hunt is acting like a different person. That's interesting. The cast, Yuga, Rook, Gakuto, Roman, Roa, Nail, Hunt, Khan, Kaseki, Asana, Galliant, Goha 66. Hmm. That is the same voice actor as the Silhouette Man. Yeah. So that might be the new Silhouette Man's name, Goha 66. Remember, he said, now is the time Goha, double six, will mm -hmm. take over Goha. Sebastian, Kakako, Ronze, Rinosuke, restaurant owner, boys, girls, and extras. That is the 45 summary. Um, immediate thoughts about that before we jump to 46 and 47. Um, you guys go. I'm gonna get those summaries on screen for the chat. Okay. Um. Also, before you go there, if real quick, if you want to see if you can repair uh your Nightbot's tw uh Twitter link, it seems to not be working. If you click on it, it goes like to. I'll link, check it. Link does not exist. I'll Sorry, check it out. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So um, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, the the summary. Um, it's interesting. I feel like there's a lot. It's a very large cast list. Which is good. I think that means there's going to be a lot going on. Um, Hunt acting like a totally different person almost makes me feel like he was set up to to confront Yuga and his team. Or maybe to try to just stall them in some way. Maybe keep them from getting information on what's going on with Goha 66. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it sounds like it could be a really juicy episode. Juicy, juicy, yeah, like a lot, a lot, a lot to boil in there, you know. So I think, I think overall, um, I'm excited for it. Pete, yeah, I'm pretty bumped. Uh, I feel like we're gonna have two different stories going on: the Asana and um, 
the 66 man and all of that. That I feel like is going to be going on where we last like completely agree. And I think the other side of it will be our traditional duel in our episode and progressing the tournament and the story. Uh, seems that we're getting. I guess, you know, we're staying with probably the 13-episode arc, so we were a little bit worried of how that was going to go. We're going to clearly get a montage there at the beginning of kind of how duels are going. Very quick, snappy. So we're probably going to have to go back and watch that a couple times to see who beats who. Yeah. Uh, and, and remember that. Maybe even write it down. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, the only element is like, why is Khan different? Is Not he, Khan, Hunt. Hunt, Hunt. Yeah. Hunt. Is he brainwashed in some way, or has he been putting on a facade this whole time? Which I doubt, but that that part is the most fascinating to me. Yeah, absolutely. I also think it's kind of crazy that um, Hunt is becoming so much more relevant of like the lead character. Yeah. Than Khan for like the Dino Group. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. But it's cool. It's different. Yeah. We actually, because 46 and 47 don't give us anything on this duel, we're actually going to make our predictions on this duel. All right. And then we're going to get into 46 and 47. So let me... Um, and we are picking, if you're playing in the pick'em, Yuga versus Hunt. That is the duel we are picking. Yuga versus Hunt. So let me know when you have your picks ready. We'll write in the boys. Yep. The boys. Pete's currently in first. I'm in second. Cal and Nick T wiping up the rear. We all got Roa correct last week. Let me know when you're ready. Ready. Ready? Three, two, one, send. Um, I don't have too much to say here. I'm picking Yuga. Uh, if Hunt beats Yuga, it would be crazy. I guess it can happen, and then Roa and Nail just beat the rest of the Dino Club. Yeah. But Yuga versus Hunt, really? Even if Hunt is acting weird, I, I can't see Yuga losing. But I just can't. Uh, I think Yuga will beat Hunt. Nick T is also picking Yuga. He didn't have much to say. I don't have much to say. I mean, what are you guys picking? Um, so I'm gonna pick Hunt to lose. <laughs> See what I this did there? Guy. Guy. No, I think uh, like you said, there's not too much to really boil down in that. I think this is gonna be more of a stalling tactic while the actual plot of the episode would at least in my eyes is gonna be more centered around the Machine Cavalry Club and Goha Double Six. And this is kind of just going to be like the stalling Yuga from figuring out that information type mm -hmm. of deal. Yeah. Uh, but I think Yuga ultimately will, will win. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't have too much to even say to that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why Hunt's acting weird. Maybe something weird happened mind when he was control. investigating the mountains. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't Inhale know. a little too much mind dust. Ah. Celebrating 420 a little early. We got the summaries for 46 and 47. That we have to go over. Yeah, I'm also I'm also picking Yuga. So that's right. Yeah. Wow. So we're all picking Yuga. Pick, no. No, there's just I mean there's not much to say to it. But we're all picking Yuga. Yeah. A lot a lot of people are referencing. Um, it kind of seems that Hunt might be a a jobber per se. Yeah. Or a wrestling term. Yeah. So. To see how the crew works together, the yeah. new super team. Yeah. The, they're sa a sacrificial lamb. I like that term as well. Um. All right. So, you guys ready for forty six and forty seven? There it Do is. It. I'm going to make this big. I'm going to put it right in the middle. Right in front of my face. There you go. Like All right. Episode 46, Back to the Past. Luke and company were ambushed by Kakako, mm -hmm. an underling of Goha 6-6. The thing that I called perfectly last week, did I not? You I got to go back and find it. If someone could find that for me last week, they'd be you'd be amazing. I said... 
I believe Sweets Kakako, I also said Sirocco and Chicago as well, are working for Goha 66. I think they're part of that group. And everyone was like, oh, that's kind of a random fear. Ended up being, and it doesn't happen often, so that's why I'm pointing it out right on the money with that. Comple- you know, sometimes I get things right. It's not often, but sometimes I do. I completely called. I just had a feeling that these aliens were associated with Goha 66 rather than Goha Corporation themselves. Sweets Kakako, a member of Sweets, uh, Goha 66. As Menzaburo is too shaken up by Kakako, that could also be because of... PTSD from, from Sirocco. Loving Sirocco. Yeah. That's interesting. Nick fights against her using his barbecue techniques. I can't believe that not only is Nick Yagi dueling, he's dueling Sweets Kakako, who I have now based my entire channel around because of her alert. Honey, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. I literally made her my alert, and now she's dueling Nick Yagi no, three no, weeks no, later. Can, can I say something right Yeah, here? of course. I mean, how, I, could you, how could you believe Nick Yagi's not going to win? He's going to step in for his friend, who is clearly shaken up having some PTSD, and he's going to lose? I mean, this guy, he's got to prove. He's got to stand up for his friend. Now, you you picked Sebastian to beat Chicago. Was that correct? Yeah, I think you did as oh, well. Oh, I did as well, yeah. right. But we, we saw it the same thing. We right. were like, ah, oh, Chicago's not going to win. She's an alien. Right, These sure. aliens are dangerous, bro. Sweets Kakako, Hani Wah Wah Wah. She's the hostess. Of course she's going to be a good duelist. She'll be okay. All She'll I got to say Nikki. is cook it up. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all I have to say is not every host or announcer is using, relatively good at the game. Using his hosting. barbecue techniques. I can, so I can me, never have another barbecue. So, so you're telling me if someone insulted you, right? Which okay. happens often, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Cal, he stepped in for you, right? He's the big tough guy of the group. He it's not insulting. You, I mean, You want him to lose while he's backing you up? I'm in, not Menzaburo. That's exactly what Nick Yagi is doing for Menzaburo. I'm not Menzaburo. So he ain't gonna lose. In all seriousness, obviously, Nick Yagi, I, you know, I, I, I play it up. Obviously. Some call him the Yogster. No one calls him that. Somebody call him No, that. no one calls him that. Um, I, if I'm speaking objectively, you know, without the meme of Nick Yagi, I actually think um, this could be a really good could be moment fascinating for him. Tool. I think it's going to be fascinating. Him actually stepping up to, um, I-, I wonder what Sushiko is doing, because we know Sushiko would also yeah. step up in a heartbeat. But if Nick Yagi gets a win, uh, you've really legitimized the ramen club. Menzaburo has a win, Sushiko beats Roman, and Nick Yagi saves the day by beating, uh, I hate even saying that, by beating Sweets Kakako. You've legitimized the ramen club, so um, we'll see. Nick Yagi versus Kakako, episode 47. (laughs) This is a new summary to you guys. All right, ready. Luke and company had to Maximum Mountain to look for Goha 66. There, they run into Geta and Ushiro, who now have a new leader. Wow, so, so it sets up what we just saw. Damn. Are Geta and Ushido working for Goha 66? I mean, I, I feel like that's exactly what it's saying, right? I don't know if they're necessarily working for them, mm-hmm. but they're maybe the person that is their new leader is. I don't know. Maybe he's a good singer, too. I, I, what I do you guys like make it, of that? It would that's be cohesive, and it would make sense that they joined yeah. Goha 66. That would make sense. Just to get back at Roa, maybe? That's crazy to me. That 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 forty seven is crazy to me. Yeah, right, so that right. means they're leaving the tournament, and Rook's going to Maximum Mountain. I believe it's his sister who's going to deliver him the news. I think because nowhere in these summaries does it say the Machine Cavalry Club is getting involved. I think the Machine Cavalry Club is getting wiped out. I really do. You, I think you just want them. To be murdered. No, I don't want them to be murdered. But somebody, I, somebody commented that earlier. Well, no, they're not correct. But um, I I do think that they're in trouble. I really do. Um, your immediate thoughts on these on these summaries? I mean, these are pretty crazy summaries to me. 
The thing that I, I love as well, not necessarily love, um, no tournament. This arc's probably ending at 52. Where's the tournament? We have it in 45. We're, we're going to speed it up in the next episode. Yeah, we get a tournament montage we're speeding up everything. There you go. Also, um, where is Yuga? Why is Yuga not heading to Maximum? Yeah, yeah is he included in Luke and Co? Or Luke and Co is him, Roman, and Gakuto? I have a feeling Luke and Co is probably Luke, Roman, and Gakuto. Yeah. yeah or maybe... Um, see how it says Luke and Co were ambushed by Kakako? Now, wait. What if... What if that team, what if it's Luke, Roman, and, and Gakuto versus Ushido, Geta, and whoever their leader is? What if their leader is Sirako or Chikako? In, in the mountain, the same mountain you don't think it's, You don't think it's going to be that guy, that silhouette man guy as the leader? To introduce him as, as the leader of them this early on and have him duel, I don't think so. I actually think there's a better chance the leader is going to be someone like Finger Chikako than you could be getting with the aliens so where do you think the silhouette man then fits in that? I think the silhouette man is the big boss. He's the top dog. He's the, the big, top dog. The big guy. I can't imagine they're going to introduce silhouette man and already have him killed off. I just, I just can't. I think or what be... if he wipes the floor with them right here and, and beats it, Rook and, and all that? And it rolls into the next arc of like they're still a threat, and we see what is their thing against Goha. Mm -hmm. Why do they hate them? Now I have a question yeah. for both of you. Yeah. Does the fact that 46 and 47 say Luke and Co. Right? That's how it starts for both of them. Yeah. Does it worry you that maybe Yuga does lose and gets, like, maybe they he gets taken? Then they get ambushed by Kakako. And for whatever reason, Nick Yagi is the one that steps up to the plate you, and fights them. You know what else is also fascinating to me? What? So Sweets Kakako is obviously... Um, Hosting the tournament, right? She's yeah. the hostess yeah. with the mostress. Is the kids would say. Sweet Kakako is hosting the tournament, and she specifically seeks out Luke and that group and goes after them, as opposed to any other group in this tournament. Isn't that weird that she doesn't go after Yuga and them? Why go after Luke? Because the team and then, is too stacked. She's going for the weak one. You know what I love True. though? Luke, Luke, and them are going to get ambushed by Kakako. You know who's going to come to their aid? Menzaburo and the Robin Club. And our boy. And Nick Yagi, yes. Yes. You don't have to keep saying it. I'm, I'm, no, I, I just want you to say it as much as possible. You don't think um, some uncertain family member could factor in if he's in trouble? You don't think a tiger could be present at some point? I think she definitely could. I think she's going to be the messenger. You know the song. Don't fear the messenger. Yeah. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> you shot the sheriff, but you didn't shoot the deputy. Yeah, I crack myself up, man. I really do. Yeah, Someone's got a funny guy. So <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Someone's got it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm glad you laugh alone in your basement. Do you? Even when you guys aren't here, I laugh alone. Actually, you, I should be putting a ward by now. To be yeah, honest, I agree. I'm um, saying that. Do you guys have any um, other thoughts or theories based on these summaries? Do you like the direction? Are you surprised by anything? I mean, it's 47. We're heading the Maximum Mountain. Are we going to start the process of pe other people possibly getting Maximums or pieces of Maximums? Right. Well, I think everybody... Um, well, what's Goa 66 looking up? What are they digging up? I think everybody maximums? involved with Goa 66, they may have found a different way to have Maximums, and that's why there's going to be these... Or, dude, if I think Kakako, you said last week, what if it's a new summoning method? If Kakako busts out a Maximum against Yagi, dude, I'm popping champagne live on stream. It's not going to happen. 
I'm literally going to buy a bottle sweet, of champagne. Sweets cacao, right? Yeah. So it'll be like a chocolate bunny rabbit. Oh my god, hey. dude. Or a big chocolate peep, eggs. A big hey. Easter peeps. When he <laughs> when he's done with her, she's going to be ancient history, bro. Oh, remember that. Mm. We'll see. Wow, we I mean, I'm just letting you know right now on principle I'm picking sweets cacao in the nah, pick em. It's a, it could be a stupid Wait, so this is a full on food duel. Yeah, it's yeah. the sweets versus barbecue. What would you prefer, candy or barbecue? Barbecue. barbecue. You've, ever, you've ever had bad barbecue, bro? Have you ever had bad sweets? Because I have. No, I never have. You're lying. I never have. You just have a bad sweet tooth. No, I just don't have a sweet tooth. <laughs> sweets cacao. Well, that's the uh, the duel coming. Uh, the duel's coming, I should say. It, well, actually, we don't know the duel that's coming in 47, but fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. So, Yeah. Definitely jump back to some donations. Yeah, we'll do some donations, definitely. Nick Yagi. Nick freaking Yagi. Seriously, Orion is here. Oh, hey, seriously. Uh, donated five pounds and said, Thank uh, you. We learned something very important from the ending. Roa is creeped out by worms, and Roman has a pick of it. Yeah, that's true. That should happen. Oh, hates the environment. Uh, we did learn that. Um, that was in the ending. That was fun. I, I like the little change-ups in the opening and the ending. I always enjoy that. You like that one shot in the opening of Asana and Yuga, right? The maximum Oscars? Yeah, the maximum shot, and then you had the Neil's maximum, and then you had when Yuga destroyed Neil's maximum when he cut through. Yeah. yeah. I thought those three simultaneously were all great. I agree. One after the other. Yeah, I agree. Seriously, exactly. thank you, my man. Uh, that man, 666, oh. donated $10, and said, last week, and maybe this is a character I'm not familiar with, watched a film focus on uh, Mitsu... Mizuku Jinrai Jinrai and gotta say there are better characters uh, than Eyes Ignis SOS to the world and firing shots at brains fans so I don't know what that film like what character yeah I don't know I've never is. heard of I'm it not, I'm not sure on that but. I mean I I liked Eye but I, I didn't think he was like a revolutionary character no. I mean he um, I, I actually like some of the Ignis uh, other Ignis more than him yeah yeah, I forget where I put him in my top 10 brains characters, but certainly wasn't one of my favorites. I gotta look up that character, though. The super chats are all easy to, to look up, so I'll definitely look that up, that man. But thank you for the, the big super chat, man. $10 super chat's very appreciated, so thank you so much. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Uh, Nick Schoener's here, donated $5. You Nick. And said, I liked how Mimi was brain controlled, but I just hope Yuga or uh, Yoshio saves her from Mr. President's full control of her. Roa is a little jerk to his friends. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, that'll be something that is going to be best done by Yoshio. Yoshio I mean, saving it, they, Mimi would They be set awesome. up that moment at the end. Yeah. yeah. Yoshio uh, saving Mimi would be awesome. Because he, he already saved her, right, by saving her from falling there. So that's we're already given that that metaphor or foreshadowing of what's to come. Yeah, let, let Yoshio be the one to save her. Yeah. yeah. But by brute force, not dueling. Just beating up the mask. Yeah, it just grabs the mask, rips it off her head. That would he's, be... he's a seven-year-old kid. Yeah. Well, in that costume, he's he's <laughs> yoked. Uh, this guy thought he was gonna be Rook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe Pete thought that. Oh my god. Now, like, right, is that man. is that costume like? Does it give him actual muscles, or is it very yeah. SpongeBob esque? I mean, he like, caught Mimi. He has the inflatable. He arms. caught Mimi. Mimi has to weigh at least three hundred pounds, dude. Mimi. Mimi is. 95 pounds. Mimi probably weighs 10 more pounds than Yoshio does. Yeah. Without the suit. Yeah. She is a tiny woman. 
Uh, wow, you guys have a lot of donations here. Yeah, thank, thank you guys. I know, I keep seeing the colors pop up. Thank you guys so much. We're going to get through them all, I promise. Uh, Drone did another five Canadian and said, Hunting time. Also, Dylan, you need to change your description. It says Mimi versus Roa. I think this might be uh, the best arc until now. This arc will be, uh, and it got cut off, said will be an episode and then... This arc Probably so far, be epic, maybe? Yeah, epic, this arc so far for me has had no bad episodes. Yeah, no I bad episodes. That. It's been very good. It's been a really solid go through. Yeah. Thank you for telling me to change my description. It's changed, and I hope you're having a great night. Thank you very much. Sweet. Thank you. Sweet. Uh, Sweet. That man six 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 donated appropriately six dollars and sixty six cents. Thank you, that man. It said connection, connection complete, and then it was the the another name of Met, Metsuba Jinrai. Metsubu Jinrai. Yeah, is my guess. Maybe. Quartet with unified will go to the Utopia. I gotta look that. Up. I don't. Yeah, know you, you got to look up. This is some deep lore. I feel like from some other show that we're getting here. So thank you, thank you, for the uh, that man. Appreciate it. Drone donated to Canadian and said, anybody can beat Neil, uh, don't he beat all? I mean, anyone could beat anyone. Sure. Yeah. Anyone I mean, Nick Yagi could win a duel. Anyone can win. Exactly. Common Rider. Okay. I don't know anything about Common Rider. I do not either. But that's where it's from. But I would imagine it's... It's probably pretty good if you're right. Oh, yeah, no, I know a lot of people that love the, the yes. franchise. Thank yeah. you for uh, the dono. Kayo. Thank you, Kayo. His five uh, Brazilian dollars. Thank and you, my said, man. said, uh, hey, guys, I'm a bit late. Love the episode. But Neil getting into Yuga's team wasn't my big moment. I would like more if the bird guys stayed. Yeah, I, I think it would have been cool to see Galleon and, and Chevelle, Chevelle stay around. Um it's not gonna be the last time. I mean, we're gonna see where yeah. what's happening over yeah. the reinforcements. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna get to. slaughtered. But yeah, you're right. Jeez, you really just want that to be true, don't you? No, I don't. I just think yeah, that's, that's definitely a. He wants Nick Yagi to barbecue all of them. That's what he wants. And then he came back and donated another uh, to Real and said, Thank you. Uh, "Birdcon and Siegelchan, new best ship of seven. <laughs> of that. I hope that they interact. I would yeah. go on record Even saying, I know for a fact they'll never interact, but I've learned my lesson, so I'm not going to say that. <laughs> um, I love Seagull Chan. I, I hope we get to see her again. I am a seagull. I am a seagull. Yeah, I mean, she, as some people would say, changed my life. I mean, she really did. Um, so I, I hope we see Seagull Chan again. I know you were a big fan of her, Pete. Yeah, that was, that was something. That was something. You got him. And, and, I got him. The drone meant in the sense that I guess Neil he beat all of the five men the members of Goha Elite. That's why I think he is good, considering he's beaten Yuga, he's beaten everyone. So that's why I don't know how many people can actually beat Neil. Oh yeah, I think he's great. Yeah, I don't so think Gagato can beat him. No, I, uh, I just really don't. I don't think Gagato's at that level yet. I know a few people said, "Oh, you know, it's a game; anyone can beat anyone." One hundred percent true. Yeah, but I just don't. There, there is still skill level to people. Yeah, there's playing. power scaling in the anime. It's the, it's the reason. If if that was true, then any, for any the, competition, you could say anyone could beat anyone, which is true. But I would bet more of my money on the more talented team. Right. If the Mets play a minor league baseball team, they're probably going to win. You know. I mean, maybe. Okay. If the Yankees play a minor league baseball team, the Yankees are probably going to win. If you said Dodgers, I would have agreed with you. All right. Well, you I've seen it now. I just saw it. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez, oh, man. Uh, scroll back up. Sorry, I'm keeping track of all these. Alan Wilkins had donated another two pounds and said, what if the Max Ultra Evo uses Maximums as tribute? 
That'd be crazy. So it would be like an ultimate maximum. So it would be an, an, an additional summoning method within the maximum summoning style. I mean, that'd, be pretty, that'd be pretty cool. So it's like you have that'd to be get the intriguing. maximum and then you have to tribute the maximum in order to get the max Evo. That'd be insane. But It'd we've be very seen difficult. We've seen it with like we've seen it with Synchro, we've seen it with Xyz, these like ultra versions of that summoning method. Could happen. Could definitely could, happen. Could yeah. definitely happen. Maximum link. Very interested to see who will be on the cover pack for that set. Yeah. Dynamic Eternal is obviously Roa Roman. And I, I think we'll go back to Yuga and another character. Yeah. I just don't know who that'll be. Maybe Probably maybe Yuga. And, we've already had Yuga and Nail. I don't know. No. Would <laughs> you do with Yuga and Sana? Yuga Sana was the one before this. Okay, so could you add in the... You could do Otis. Otis would be pretty cool. What if it was Otis. Rook and Goha double six? That'd be weird, but it could happen. What if it was Nick Yagi yeah. and Sweets Kakako? Well, I knew we were getting there. Honestly, I'd be okay <laughs> with it just because it's Sweets Kakako. If that was the pack, I, I will, I'll let you know right now. If that's the, the two characters on the cover of that, I will literally give you $500. Are you serious? Straight Shake up. on it. Yeah, straight up. Done right If on. it's Nick Yagi and Sweet Chicago on that, yeah. the cover of that. Pack. You can literally, if that yeah. happens. If that happens, then. I might have to, I might have to watch you because you might, you might try to do something. No, 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 no. If, if no, then it's confirmed that somebody from exactly, Studio Bridge is watching Exactly. Them. Actually, no, because that's like Konami. That's that, like yeah. way up then, the ladder. Then you're getting right. Rolled. That's why I don't mind that bet because it's never going to happen. And if it does happen, it just confirms I that actually someone think watches. I would be, I'd be more terrified. If it actually happened, yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd be, oh, I'd be in a great mood. Somebody, somebody <laughs> clip it and send it to Konami. Thanks. Like we They're used to have, <laughs> we used to have eight TVs down here. We only have six now. Yeah. We like have nine weird. TVs down here. We got seven PS3s. Life's good. Yeah, it's good. Life's good. Xlayer donate another ten dollars. Thank you, Xlayer. And say going to make predictions on what Yuga's new maximum represents. Okay. It could represent the three main characters from the first three arcs: Neil, Roa, and Asana. Or it could represent for the team of Yuga. I like that. I don't think it's going to represent really Roman, Gagato, and uh, Rook because we've already gotten that. Yeah. So I, I, I'm happy that you didn't say that, X-Slayer, because I don't think it's going to represent that. It looks more like vicious. You know, this monster looks like a crazy version of Exodia. It's the coolest maximum I've ever seen. Yeah. I could see it representing... Nail Roa Asana. I could absolutely see yeah. that because there's one part that's like kind of a steam engine. It almost looks like or smoke. Is and also, he Neil made maximums. Yeah. So he would be as a fellow creator. He's playing onus to that. Yeah. And then Asana was the second person ever to do it, and she has a long history of this game and her family and everything. I mean yeah. that that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. If it's gonna be based off any characters. Uh, it's going to be based off those three. I yeah. completely agree with no, you. No, I agree with that. Yeah. That's actually a really good game. I, like I love it. TNX Rail donated five pounds. Thank you, Thomas. And said, praise our Lord and Savior. The arc is crazy. Looking at the previews, it will be the best in seven so far. Could they set the trio up for a crazy loss? I think so. I think, I think with this show, what they have been really good at doing is they make you kind of go, wow, I was not expecting that. It's um, unpredictable. Yeah, it's been very unpredictable. And I think forming this super team, they know that everyone watching thinks, oh, wow, this team's just going to steamroll. I think that's a little too predictable for this show. I I don't think that they're going to go down that route. I really don't. Um, or I don't think it's going to be as easy as some people are making it out to be. Like, this team's never going to get any sort of loss. Um, 
I think Team Rook can take them down. I think the tournament can also get interrupted. I think there's a lot of variables that could happen. I do agree with Thomas wholeheartedly. Uh, this is going to be the best arc of sevens. Even just based off what the next three episodes are and what we've gotten so far in the first five episodes, if it's going to be a 13-episode arc, I mean, this 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 arc's just not missing. This no, arc is just it's, giving it's us... It's been on a roll. Yeah, Kakako and Yagi might be, you know, a little bit of a, a step back. But I don't think it will be because it's... I think if Nick Yagi wasn't a meme around this channel, it would be. But I think the people that watch this channel and myself and our group, I think we're going to love the duel because it's Nick Yagi. Yeah. Like, it can't be a bad episode for that reason. True. Adil, I also have a question for you. Yeah. Um, could you respond to reports that you were cited in Midtown Manhattan hugging a little man? Uh, I guess Barrett made his way to the chat. I don't know who it was. Let me see. Yeah, there he is. Okay. <laughs> hey, Barrett, how you doing? I, I, I mean, you can just tell. You can just tell what's Barrett. Barrett, it's good to see you, man. Hopefully, uh, you'll be coming on soon. Obviously, I told the, told the team here that you'd be coming out in maybe this month. So, hopefully, yeah. we'll get Friday Night Fun with Barrett Luddy. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. That'd be a good time. Hopefully, we'll get Barrett on He literally soon. goes, don't say it's from me. <laughs> As if you're not going to realize. I didn't even see your name. I can't read the chat, so. Mm. I just you know. can just tell when the yeah, someone is. Yeah, of course. Uh... <laughs> Legendary Duel, JC donated $5. Oh, so JC was here? I hope he heard the I don't know thing. if he heard the beginning part. JC, let me know if you, you heard that part in the beginning. Uh, and donated $5 and said, fantastic episode. Yeah. My team of three would be Judai, Shark, and Reiji. Weird picks, LOL. Um, well, Judai's great. Uh, Shark, yeah. I, I think Shark is a little bit of a unique pick there. And Reiji is also good. I can't fault you for that. Um... Shark's definitely a bit of an eccentric pick, but I, I'd i rather have Yuma or, or Kaito, but hey, you know what? Shark's not a bad duelist, so can't fault you there, man. Can't fault you there. I, I like the unique picks, you know? Oh, I, I love those unique teams, yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, Legendary, Kyle, I love you, man. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have you on soon, hopefully. Yes. Kyle donated his five Brazilian dollars. Thank you, Kyle. He said, I didn't know about <laughs> Nick Yagi. The dark magician, the dark stick faster is real. Dylan... Must do a Battle Beast cosplay with the goat mask and Nick Yagi's hat. No, that is a... Cr no, we're not, we're not adding that to the bet. Honestly, if you did this the week before, before we knew Nick Yagi Pro was You dueling, probably could have. You, you might have been able to convince me, but... I like that. The meatician. Right, the meat He's a master gorilla. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Oh, that's what he meant. I didn't even kick it up at first. Yeah, that's, that's what he, he was punning Thank yeah. you no, I get it for now. I the dono. <laughs> I'm so... All I'm saying is, if he wins that duel, I think the mutician might have to be the. the but also, you have to also recognize. Let's recognize the flip side. Let's be fair. Yeah. If he loses the duel, right. he's gonna be insufferable on the next seven days. So like you have, yeah. so that. No, so you guys already think he's gonna win. I mean, all of you out there think it's a foregone conclusion so that like, Nagagi's gonna so win. So you have to remember so, that. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All I, but I, all of a sudden, I feel like I'm in the driver's seat almost. I can because just, you're playing every, with house money. Everyone thinks Nick Yagi's already won this duel. We'll see what happens. I can picture Dylan coming down here onto the camera with like a, a plate full of cupcakes. It's <laughs> like, sweet cacao, baby. Honey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, sorry, sorry Dude, I ran that out is, of barbecue. That is a great idea. For the watch along on 46, I'm going to shop right. I'm buying a cake and I'm eating it while... <laughs> Just, oh. a, just, just an excuse for me to have a whole piece of chocolate Carvel cake to myself. What We're is, absolutely doing that on Saturday next week. What is oh my this God. show? <laughs> what is this show? 
Oh man, thank, I I love it. Thank God I'm gonna be in Atlantic City for that. I love <laughs> it. Can you get off work and and join me or no, Pete? It's too not enough time. Um, when is that one? It's ten days from now, May first. That actually might be a possibility. Oh my god! Well, actually, please. That actually might be a please, possibility. Please, so, dude. So, so we'll he's see. Need to come in with a cake. I need you to come in with like a oh, burger, a thing of ribs. Oh my god! I totally should. Yeah. Oh Either way, god. that's our dinner right there. Yeah, oh, you're right. Or yeah, good. that's our dinner. A chocolate cake. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you chose your path, and I chose protein. Jesus. Maybe have like a, maybe have like a George Foreman girl on the table. Oh my god! Dude, dude, I, am, I am. I am so excited yes. for this duel. I cannot wait for this duel. Uh, I'm so excited. I love it. If he wins, we're bringing a George Foreman that way. Oh, it'd be amazing. <laughs> and we cook it out on Friday nights, just so he smells the barbecue all week. Love we'll it. Buy him a barbecue-scented oil. <laughs> that's disgusting. Uh, Kevin, Electric Kevin, donated two Australian dollars. Thank you, Kevin. And said, which one is the best? Ramen, sushi, or barbecue? Barbecue, by far. Um, I would actually disagree with you. I like ramen better than barbecue. I'm glad that neither of you said sushi. No, I'm not. Sushi's definitely the worst. Fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a sushi. Not. No, there's some people who would definitely pick sushi. I just don't like sushi. Yeah, I would, it's not. But new if one. it was me and I had to choose, I'd probably lean barbecue. I mean, that's fair. I think well, I think ramen's probably. Well, like it would be like I, I barbecue ramen. and ramen would be up here. Yeah, and for a, me, a good ramen is for good. me. Sushi's further under the ground than the mechanical cavalry club's about to be. Great reference, right? That's right. a great right. reference. Right this, this guy, but he's not as far down as Otis is going, because he's just going. He's going down. He's, <laughs> he's going, he's down, going. Yeah, um, I'll be honest with you. Uh, not a big sushi fan, but I would, I would pick ramen over barbecue. Yeah, but barbecue's close. I really, it's not even a Nikiagi meme. I mean, barbecue is my. Oh no, no. Ramen I, gives me nightmares of college. And so I think it's perfectly scarred. So I have, that's I've, just like instant ramen. I've never had instant ramen. And I think that's why ramen is not an issue for me. I've, I've only had when legitimate ramen. you're born in college, you get there's used a, to there's, no, what, no, my hack to college was just that ramen. I know, all bagel. we heard. We heard. So there's, we all had our ways. There's a, um, and like an anime-based ramen shop in like North Jersey. Really? I think we should try to find a day to go to. Yeah, let's we go, should. dude. That'd, That'd be great. We also got to go to that place by Rutgers that does those famous fat sandwiches. We gotta yes. do that one day. Oh, cars. Yeah, like but that's by Montclair. Yeah, but there's another one by Rutgers Rutgers. as well. Yeah, we should we should go and do that one. Day. We should. Uh, let's see. Kyle donated another five real. Thank you, and Kyle. And said, uh, "Nick Yagi win, and before the life points reach zero, the duel cuts for a new character, one rush duel streamer <laughs> named and Dylan." And that is reacting to the tournament. How about that? If they somehow, I mean, shows shows have done this. Now, now we're getting shows have done crack. this though. There was one instance. Uh, Blind Wave is a very popular reaction channel, and the CW superhero universe put them on a reaction shot of the story that was going on in their universe. That's crazy. So it has happened in real life before. Now, if this happened to you, I mean. Your channel should be in the animated into the show. And Dill. And he's wearing sweets kakako like gear. It cuts to like four people in the stands, and it's the four Amazing. of us sitting there, Dylan with a cupcake hat on. <laughs> that would be you would have to change that to your uh, profile page. instantly. That would be instantly. amazing. That, yeah, instantly. That'd be, That'd be my LinkedIn pick. I mean that should be <laughs> that should be in a resume. Did appear in anime form on a Konami uh property. Yeah. You're right. How, how could you not? And yeah. you print Dylan onto a card, and next thing you know, he's canon throughout the world. Yeah. Or he gets carded, like Arc 5. Uh, Jack Knight donated another $5. Thank you, Jack. And said, the top 16 duelists 
gets an Alistair the Invoker playmat oh. with the fusions and the evocation for the design. Oh, that's amazing. So you got that mat. He came top eight. Right, he came top eight, oh. so I would imagine he got it. Jack, yeah. I'm jealous, man. That is awesome, Invocation. dude. I love mats. I love giant cards and mats. I'm like such a weird Yu-Gi-Oh um, collector. Alex Fermi made a good point. He said yeah. that would be the only thing that could revive the dead channel. That's true. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. That this channel's dead. You know what, though? I appreciate how little you say that now. The dead channel? Yeah. Well, because I'm, I'm starting to upload more. No, so no, I know, but... I feel like it's it's an okay channel. Every week, you would be like, yeah, but this is a dead channel. That's because <laughs> so no, he recognizes his climb. He's getting his yeah. climb back. Yeah, yeah. You're on, like... If you were on the roller coaster, you'd be loading back on, like, King the Cog, getting ready to shoot all the way up into the stars. I don't know about that. I, I, I don't think that... Well, the thing with Sevens is, because of accessibility issues, it I don't hurts. think there's as many people watching. Yeah. I think you can just tell that by the episode reviews and by the amount of people talking about it on Twitter and forums. Mm -hmm. that, that's not... You know, that's a pretty... Well, yeah, if, it was on Crun if it was on Crunchyroll, the... If it was on Crunchyroll, more people would be watching, and I think more people would be watching my channel, but, yeah. you know, and that's just how it is. Um, that being said, um, I think there still is a lot of potential with the timeless videos, the discussions... Uh, the the dub video stuff, you know, um, timeline. Whenever I upload that, you know, those have potential to do well. And I have some other things in the works that I think. Uh, and by timeless, I mean you can watch the video today or in three years, and it still yeah. has value. Yep. Yep. If you watch my sevens review in two weeks of three weeks ago, it doesn't really have value anymore because now there's two more episodes that have come out. Yep. So you know, no, I agree. It's just a more nostalgia factor, I guess, watching it later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but also, if you watch the review of a Sevens episode that was, you know, if you're watching <laughs> along, like, say you're watching Sevens at a later date. But if you're binging the show, you're binging the show. I, I wouldn't be stopping every episode to watch a review. No, but maybe someone watches maybe the first end of three. The arc. Maybe someone watches yeah. the first three and is like, hmm... I feel this way about it. I wonder what other people say. No, and Bang, that, they go in and they watch it. Yeah, but that the, the traffic there is so much less than oh, yeah, the traffic of, course, of, course. Of, a, of a top 10 characters video. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, then, you know, what you do, you do is you just make a side playlist. We can just talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. That's right. Yeah, no, <laughs> I guess we'll do that. That's a poor transition, Cal. I love that because Matt donated a dollar. <laughs> I saw $5. Dollars. said, hey, Cal, how far are you and JKK? Thoughts on it so far? Maddie, so thank I you. have watched the first four episodes... And I'm about as hooked as you can be from only watching four episodes of a show. I like it a lot. I mean, the action is there. The I mean, the intrigue is there. It's just... I, I, I love it. And as someone who hasn't watched anime outside of just watching Yu-Gi-Oh! It's, it's really cool to see all the other... Just something so much different that... like I don't know. I like it a lot. I'm, uh, it pains me that I haven't watched more already. But I'm trying to kind of savor it a little bit because I know it's not like it's not like season two is right around the corner, you know. So I'm trying yeah. to not binge the entire series. Yeah. So you're you're watching it on half speed to really just get the whole vibe. Point two five actually. Yeah. Point two five. Yeah. Point two five. Yeah. So episodes are an hour and a half. Yeah. So so, so you're getting all the detail per se. So what I do is I watch it on point two five, but I only watch half of an episode in one sitting. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Maddie, thank you. And again, I already made the, the guarantee. If Pete, Cal, and Dredge all finish the first season, we'll do a video on it. Yeah. So I think it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. I need a new show, so it's a very I good could, show. I could jump into Just that. twenty something episodes, you'll you'll enjoy it. Um, trust me. I could finish it by the weekend, but I don't want to. I get it. <laughs> I get it. No, I, I get it. Yeah. And then we'll have the four Love you, Maddie. So we can do the video. I might watch ten yeah. episodes on yeah. Sunday to be honest. 
Uh, Kyle donated another two dollars. Thank you, Kyle. And said, uh, "Nick Yagi is the new Shaggy," and I love this. I feel about that. I, I I don't have a comment. I don't have I don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> thank you, Kyle. You might have more to say to this. Seriously, Orion, uh, thankfully, took up what I was saying with the two euros here and said, "Hashtag the Yogster." Thank you. Yeah, thank you, seriously, Orion. I have a lot more to say to that. <laughs> thank you. That, I, I know you said thankfully took up what I was saying. <laughs> Yeah, that better they, not they call them that. They say, yeah. ah, the yogster, you know. That's what they say around, around the schoolyard. That's what they're saying. I don't think he's said more than two lines in this entire show. Has he said any? I don't think he has. He's going to say a lot coming up. Oh, I know. I know. Dude, what he's going to have such a sweet ace reveal. Oh, man. Like, he's going to bring out the grill and the spatula and everything, you know? Barbecue style. Yeah. Maybe it was a mistranslation. Maybe it's not Nick Yogg and Dueling. You know, maybe it's someone it else. Is. Hey, hey, accept it. It's here. Your worst fears. Have come it's gonna be a hamburger to card. <laughs> Big hamburger head. Oh, I can't wait. Burglar outfit. I can't wait just to see his deck. It's a barbecue deck. Yeah, but I can't wait to just see it. Now. It could be ribs. <sighs> barbecue dragon. My scar from barbecue for life. No, you know what? Next donation. <laughs> the Yogster. I love it. Uh, Teenex Rail donated his five pounds and said, "Is." Nick Yagi gonna lose. I'll don't if he loses. I'll donate twenty five pounds. If he wins, you dedicate a video to him. That's the bet. I I will not take that bet. I will not take that Ooh. bet. So you're a coward. I am a coward. I would have taken that bet. TNX Rail last week. <laughs> last week. Um. Also, to do a whole video for him, that's a lot. You're um, gonna analyze the duel. Of that episode. Well, I'm going to do that in the review anyway. No, but it's just the Nick Yagi moment. No, so uh, I'm going to like make a video titled Why Nick Yagi... No, I can't do that. I can't do that. You could actually make no. a, a video, like a small video, and just call it the Nick Yagi saga and just explain everything that happened. Or just have clips from everything. From yeah. everything. Like a that whole would be highlight funny. reel, like a Nick Yagi highlight reel of you being like, he's never going to duel, and then bang, here he is. That would be pretty funny. I might actually yeah. do that regardless. I think that would be yeah. a funny video. Because I can, I can get then. clips of the Twitch. Well, no, if I'm going to do that regardless, I don't want you to have to put money on the line. But I, I would get the clips from Twitch when the news broke. Yep. The clips from uh, the watch-along when he wins. Yep. Yeah. When he wins. I'm glad you said it that way. Well, he's going to win. I mean, it's a foregone conclusion. You guys all said it. He's going to win. So <laughs> he's, get, he's getting a little he's, pissed. He's trying, to, <laughs> he's, trying, he's trying to pull off reverse psychology. He it's is. Not working. He is. It ain't going to work. Yeah, he's gonna win. He's gonna win. You guys don't even need to watch the episode. It's already oh, sure, yeah. It's a foregone conclusion. He Maybe won. I won't watch it. So that way, if he if he loses, even though he's not going to, I'll just say that he won. Yeah, yeah. No, he won. The Yogsters got this. Yeah. Don't worry. The Yogsters got this. That's right. Thomas, love your gambling spirit. Thank you for the <laughs> donation. Uh, excellent. Donated another ten dollars. Jeez, excellent. thank you. Excellent. And said, what if the new leader of the band group is going to be a new character that hasn't been introduced to us, and we'll use a maximum, and that will be part of their maximum. Set. That would be great. Coming out. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like a new band leader to challenge Roa directly. That'd be pretty cool. I don't think it's going to be a music related leader though, personally. No, I don't or it, I really it, think it's going to be Chicago. It, yeah. Okay. So you think it's going to be Chicago? Yeah, but then I, I don't see her getting a maximum. It's, then it's either going to be Chicago or a very like opposite, like a very dark character. Yeah. Like, I think it can only go one way or, or the other. A, or, a, like, a, a smooth talker. I mean, obviously, they, they fell for Roa. He's a smooth talker. Well, that's... But yeah. what I mean by, like, dark character is someone that 
can easily persuade them. Yeah, a yeah. villain, smooth-talking, dark-sided I character. I think so. I, I think you're more willing... Well, remember, Geta teamed up with Neil in the second arc. I think a yeah. lot of us forget that. And that's when yeah. Neil was out to end Rush Duels. Yeah. Yep. A lot of people forget he's, that. He's a little fair weather This is there, now the second time. time that Geta yeah. is going to probably a villainistic group. What does it say about him? Right. Yeah, I think it says a lot. He has more heel turns than Randy Orton. Well, I don't know about that many, but he's got a lot. You know how we feel about Randy. (laughs) He's in hell. (laughs) What a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) No, he said what a freaking jerk. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you, man. Thank you for the Thank you, X. Uh, Seriously, Orion donated another five-year-old. Thank you, seriously. And said, uh, unlikely theory, but we like those. Love those. Otis let himself get arrested to get into Goha property so he can steal blank ID cards and make them functional maximums. Holy shit. So blank ID cards is interesting. That's you, a pretty good one. You both said the first part of that theory that he let himself get yes. arrested. Yeah, 100%. I think a lot of people felt that. You feel that there might have been something underneath the Goha that's building. My, that's yeah. my unlikely theory. And that yeah. unlikely theory is also pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, but go, Otis getting, per, getting arrested on purpose... I, I think that it's probably true. Yeah. I think it's probably yeah. true. Given I mean, that he broke out an episode later. Yeah, I yeah. think it's probably And we true. had said that he had some sort of agenda to get into the building. So blank ID cards would be a crazy reasoning in terms of not something we would have expected. But seeing that there might be more maximum in the future, that's, that kind of makes sense. It definitely does. Oh, it definitely does. So as unlikely as you might think it is, I think it's a very strong theory in terms of it's definitely like it would fit this storyline yeah so yeah i like it i like it too otis remains one of the most mysterious characters in i mean even uh the president the drone said we are still investigating we didn't talk about that that was a fascinating i know it's an anime and it's a show but it's so weird that you have him in custody take off his his freaking mask you have him in custody he worked for your company how do you not know his identity yeah he worked for your company. Yeah. This is, this is nuts. I mean, how? What no, kind of they get a little circus? Careless. What they kind get of a little circus is Gohan? I right? might start agreeing with Double Six at this point. <laughs> I mean, what kind of company is oh, Gohan running here? Thank God I was in the, the intake and not me. That could have been bad. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I agree with Double Six. I mean. They're supposed to be running the whole city here. They're basically <laughs> the government. Someone clip Pete saying that, and I'm going to put that on repeat as Double Six is massacring the Machine Cavalry Club next week. I mean, I might start agreeing with Double Six. He's, he's destroying Caterpillio. <laughs> oh, oh my God, dude. Uh, that is good. Oh, God. Well, great theory, though. Thank you for the super. Seriously. Uh, Kyle donated uh, another two real and said, Neil gets his account back, has uh, an SMT behind it. Has an SMP? SMT. Oh. I don't even know what that means. I don't know if he mistyped there or Might have just meant there's something behind that. There's Liza. Why is she trying to come downstairs? Probably because everyone went up. Yeah. So, she's... You want to get her? She's going to come down for 10 seconds, see there's nothing interesting, and then wait a bit. That's right, we'll get Liza. That's usually how that goes. Oh, great. You can put her on me. Uh, X-Layer donated another five. And said, imagine that Nicky Ivy's East is a barbecue type dragon. Oh my god, it'll be dope. Okay, that would be cool. I, I can't say that wouldn't be cool. It would be pretty freaking So what, sweet. what would be the head of the dragon? Like a hot dog bun? No, no, so it's got, it's got like, know. it's a dragon head, but like its ribs are showing and they're covered in barbecue sauce and they're all cooked. I like that. Chicken wings. Hi, come here. 
You get the ribs what showing on the dragon. Yeah. But they're all cooked. So like, yeah, uh, you got barbecue sauce dripping off of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd cool. Be perfect. X-Layer, thank you, man. It's wings or chicken wings? It's or legs? Yeah, that's literally what she wanted. She's just nosy to know who's here, and then, ah, I'm good. I'll go back up. The tail is a hot dog. Or, like, a sausage You did link. this to yourself. Yeah, I think that'd be really cool. There's so many different cool ways you can do it. Uh, Drago, 77 blue, donated $10. Thank you so much, Drago. And said, best ending of having Roa and Neil back and having uh, them team up with Yuga and the gang. I also like how it was Roman that thought of the idea. Hashtag, best Yu-Gi-Oh girl. Yeah, um, I, I, I do. And Roman also was the one who got through to Roa in this episode. Yeah, I, and she, she literally pushed Yuga and, and Roa together. She did. And they were not cool with it at first. And then they uh, they kind of thought about no, it. No, they were not. <laughs> I will. Hey. Hi. I mean, like, what was your thoughts kind of like on that whole team up at the end of the episode? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> you know, we're live, right? I'm doing a stream. We're live. Yeah. Really She's like, like literally blocking Gallup. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It's okay. Um, it's okay. So I, yeah, I, I like that a lot. And I just think that Roman, again, even outside of the dueling, and I think her dueling's been good, uh, continues to really shine in the show. I think she's been a treat to watch as a character. I Thank really do. you I'm, I'm a, I'm for the dono. Sorry. No, you're fine, dude. Responding to a comment. Uh, Dylan Adams donated $15. Oh my god, Dylan! That is a big donation, man. Thank you so a much, fellow Dylan. fellow Dylan, and said, while you, the man. arc may be shifting focus to Goa 6-6, six, six, yeah. I still think that the arc will end with Team Yuga versus Team Rook. I don't, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> that's the crux of our story. It's either going to end with that, or it's going to end with the tournament getting interrupted. Yeah. Um, one of one of those two. I mean, our characters are good at that of interrupting tournaments, so it's a possibility. Yeah, they are. I mean, you have to remember. Otis interrupted Rook, in the first arc. We had Roa just interrupt. Now. Rook and his team are leaving the tournament to go to Maximum Mountain. Yeah. Yep. To take on. Does this that disqualify them? I don't know. I don't. We also don't know how this tournament works. Is it like set matchups, or is it just a free for all around Goha City? Also, the host of the tournament is dueling someone, so that's there's right. clearly something going on. Kakako versus Yagi. I can't believe that that's a duel. I will never not. Be, ugh, I'll never believe that. That's like a pay per view um, fight. Like we, you got to really. <laughs> that's when you get the boys the other Sunday night. You yep. chip in ten bucks. You get some wings. You get some sodas, and you just watch that fight. Yeah. What a moment that's going to be, dude. Of Nick Yagi and, and, and Kakako. Yeah, I can't wait. It's like Ali versus Frazier, you know? Down um, I love the build-up. I appreciate that. Dylan Adams, a fellow Dylan. That is a very generous donation. Thank you so much, Dylan. And to everyone who is still here, thank you. Uh, you guys make Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's the most watched Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's podcast in the world. Uh, we are so yeah. thankful for that. Um, and we would not be able to have that title and say that without you guys being here to support us. So... Uh, thank you again for for being here and for dealing with our kookiness. And yes. Hopefully, it's an enjoyable two. We know we have so much fun these few hours uh, on Wednesday night. So hopefully, you guys do as well. And thank you to everyone who's donated. I feel like the last few weeks, especially. I mean, you guys are always very generous with the donations. I feel like the last few weeks have been insane. So thank you. I agree. I, I promise more equipment's coming. Uh, the next thing I'm looking into is maybe getting a second really good camera so we can have a few different shots so we can kind of switch it. Make for the it... garbage can. No, not for the garbage can. Uh, so we can have a more fluid-looking show. Um, for when we shoot the bottles. No. Oh. So, uh, and again, that's only possible <laughs> because of you guys. So just wanted to take the time to, once again, thank you for that. 
Yeah, we still have quite a few more. And really? Rolling in here. Yeah, there's another one. I've seen a few, uh, yeah. decent amount on the I think we too. got, yeah, we got 10. Thank you. We got 10 more at the moment, and then there's like at least another six on the link. Oh my so god, thank you guys. People rolling them in. I know you're tired. Um, I know, baby. Jack babies. Knight donated $20. Jack, uh, thank you, Jack. And said, I'd love to see something like how they had in Beyblade Metal Fury, where all the legendary bladers got defeated by the villain. And there on the ground, there was uh, Bays destroyed, but instead have all the characters lose two to Goha 6-6. Yeah. It'd be pretty crazy if all the characters lose to Goha 6-6, and the last character that could stop him is the Goha drone and Mimi, and they fail. And then That'd be great. they're in a reality where Goha 6-6 is in control of the city, and then they have to work their way back up to take him down. Mm-hmm. I'd love if they go down that route. I don't know if they would go down that doomsday sort of route. All the arcs have ended on a very happy, positive note. So I don't know if they I don't know if Sevens would go down that route, but they could. It, it would be interesting, yeah, they could. I mean, these last few episodes have definitely seemed more serious overall than any five episodes yeah. in the first three arcs. I agree. Yes, very yeah. true. Any uh, five, like in total, I'm talking about, like combined. Yeah, and Nick uh, Nick uh, Schoner asked me a question. Uh, I do believe the episode made clear that the drone did not change Mimi's voice, and I think that's why people recognized. So quickly, the height, yes, but also like this doesn't sound like our president, which I thought was weird mm-hmm. that the drone wouldn't fix that part and yeah. have his voice present because then it makes it fairly obvious that something is is not correct. I, yeah, strange. I think even when he took control, it didn't like it changed her voice, but it was just like her voice being very monotone without the emotion. Yeah, so it went from like her being like, "Oh my God, robot!" to I'll place one card yeah. and call but it was it. still Mimi. Yeah, but it was still her voice. Yeah, that that was uh, an interesting choice, once again by Goha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Jack came back and donated another five dollars. Jack, thank you so much, uh, man. And said and have their dual disc destroyed. So lose to Goha and have their dual disc destroyed. Goha success. It'd be pretty cool. I don't know where they'd go from there. I mean, maybe Nail or someone that was not involved in the fight, yeah. Otis maybe would have to get them some stuff. I don't know. It'd be interesting. I don't. Be... I don't know if Sevens would really go that sort of doomsday route though. I don't know if they would. Yeah, that w- that'd be bold. Halfway through the It'd show, be bold, maybe. and it would That'd it would be, be different. It would change the tone pretty drastically. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't think they would do it, but it would be it would be interesting, Jack. I mean, I definitely don't dislike that idea at all. And he also added another three dollars and said, "Also, Yuga will step in and then save the day." Yeah, I guess if Yuga's the only one that survives, then it would then I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. And I, I don't know how you would work around everyone getting back their duel disc, but I'm sure they'll figure well, it out. Well, just like Neil with his account. We never, we, we always knew that Neil I told was going to duel again. I, I, yeah. I, we, yeah. we, we knew it would be such an easy fix, and that's exactly what happened. Did we go down? I'm still up. Maybe it was just my computer. Ooh, you scared me there, man. Uh, well, Cal's, Cal's computer, a big on the stream error message came up, but you're still up, Pete. I'm still up at the yeah, moment. Right, I, think, I, think I think it was Cal's okay. computer. Okay, I just, I just wanted to make sure. connection to the internet for no some problem. reason. Yeah, no problem. All right, you scared, scared us there. Whew. There we go. Uh, and Shiose is here. Hello, Shiose. Oh, Shiose, we talked about you a little bit, Shiose. We talked about your uh, manager a little bit, actually. All good stuff, all good stuff. Shiose, <laughs> I, creep, make... I creeped through your manager's Twitter only because I wanted to read the uh, the info that um, they posted about the, uh, the new set on June 5th. I think, you know, uh, made a lot of good points um, about the... Um, the maximums that I think could very well be coming at the end of this arc. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Xlayer donated another $5 and said, going to save this for the bet, the community decide the types of spices that you have to dip for that wing. 
I think that's a little intense because then they could pick spices that like are like illegal, right? Like insane spices. Like it's got to be something well, like that we can get. Pepper sauce it's got to be something like we can actually. Yeah, it's got to be something we can get. I, I can go. I can go to a couple stores and see what kind of hot sauces. Yeah, we can. can so X Slayer Caliber will scout what kind of sauces we can get, and we'll let you know. I, it might not come into fruition because I, I believe in sweets, Kakako, but we'll see. Actually, you're right. No, Nick Yagi's gonna win, no doubt. Xlayer, thank you, my I, man. I love the reverse psychology. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little yeah. well, I mean, you guys think the duel's already over, so you know. I didn't say that. I didn't I say that at all. I'm just. I have to give it up for my man. That's all I'm saying. Right. Right. Uh, seriously, Orion donated another five. Thank you, seriously. And said, "What if this arc is just a setup, and the next arc is the tournament, kind of like Water Seven and uh, Eni's Lobby in One Piece?" Both will be very good arcs, though. Um, I, I could see that being the case. I mean, like at the, the, at the earliest the now, not including 45, the earliest the tournament can get going is 48. But hear me out. 49 is Geta versus... Not Geta, I'm sorry. Gakuto versus Neil. 50 is Roa versus Roman. 51 and 52 is Rook versus Yuga. And that's starting that the finals there at 49. So they still have plenty of time to do it. Um, I just don't know... If they can justify in episode 48 getting Rook versus Yuga in the finals, I don't even know if that's going to be the finals matchup because I feel like that is, even that being in the finals is very predictable. And again, Sevens has been the antithesis of predictability so far. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. All we know is that 47, Rook is at, and his friends and his team, assumingly, are at maximum mountain. They're not even part of the tournament. And if they're dueling against um, Ushido and. Um, I want to say Geta, I keep thinking Galleon. Geta and Ushido, if they're dueling against them and whoever the leader is, that could be a couple of episodes right there. And yeah. now we're near the end of the arc. So I could see the tournament carrying into 53. I also could see them somehow cohesively wrapping it up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, who really knows? Or they get rid of the whole 13-episode arc and they just keep going. That would be nice. Could do that. They could do that. Yeah. I-, I believe it will be 13 episodes, but they could do that. There's always a hope. Yeah. yeah, I like how she's just peeking over the yep. top. <laughs> she's keeping an eye on the donation. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Kyle you came back and donated another two real and said, sending Brazilian energy for the barbecue duels. Then donated another two real and said, sataki. Like steak taki. <coughs> Goodbye. Oh, Thank you. Um, I don't have anything to say to that. You have, you have to address it. Man. Well, thank you, Kyle. I can say that. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Thank you, Kyle. So bitter. I'm not bitter. No, I mean, Nick Yagi won. He won, Liza. It's over. Yeah, Nick Yagi won. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy, ain't it? Electric Kevin donated two Australian dollars and said, rank the main seven characters of sevens, fave to least. Um, Okay, fave to least. Oh, God. Um, As it stands, I guess, right now, right? Yeah, right right now. Right now. Um, Hmm. Let me write a quick list here on the list. This is hard, man. What so what, the seven mains would be Yuga, Rook, Roman, and Gakuto. Mm. Asana, Neil, and, and Asana, Neil, that's, and Roa. That's hard, man. That's hard. I'm going to, again, this is just preliminary. I, I this Don't take this verbatim. I know a lot's going to change. Um, Yuga, Roman, Nail, Roa, Gakuto, Asana, and Rook, I think. Even though I like, I mean, I like Asana a lot. I would go, but. not that. Okay. 
Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this guy. This <laughs> guy right here. That's I would, quick. I don't even know if that's how I feel. I would it. say probably Yuga Roman, Rook, Roa, Asana, Neil, Gakuto. Hmm. What about you? Neil, Yuga, Roa, Asana, Roman, Gakuto, Rook. So your bottom three is Yuga's three friends. Huh. Yeah. Again, Roa and Neil probably going to shoot up my list. And I like Asana a lot. But I think Asana, I might have Asana ahead of Roa. I might have, I might have it, Yuga. That's fair. Yeah, and fair. then ahead of Gakuto, too. I, I did like Asana a lot. I don't know. It's, that's, that's a hard list, man. It's hard for me to think about it right now. That's not, one that I have to put a lot of thought into. And not into. only that, they're not far apart. Like, there's nobody oh, no. that's drastically below no. somebody else. The only one that I'm pretty confident about, I think Rook is my least of the seven. I feel pretty good about that. And I think Yuga is my favorite of the seven. Um, and then I, I like Roman a lot as well, so I'd, I'd probably think, have her second. I think just recency bias has me putting Neil lower. And I think, no, I think, I think that's bringing fair. him back in is just going to bring him up. Yeah. yeah. It yeah, sucks too because, like, I had Rook as probably my favorite character early on. I remember that. How far he's fallen yeah. for me. And, and he's, I, you know, he's got potential to rebound for me. Yeah, definitely. Um,. Hate that, some moments those, in, the, in the last episode. Those seven right there, because I'm going to do... I might do top 15 characters of sevens. I did top 15 characters of Reigns, and I do that. When the show ends, I like to make a bunch of different top 10 and top 15. Les did it for Arc 5, did it for Reigns. We'll do it for sevens. Uh, I did top 15 characters for Reigns because there were just so many in that like 8 to 12 splot that, splot, slot and spot. I combine those words. In that 8 to 12 slot that I really liked, and I was like, let me just do top 15. Um, sevens, it's going to be the same way because like... Those main seven are probably all in my top ten, but Mimi I like a lot. I like Otis a lot. Um, Galliant is a character that I enjoy quite a Nick bit as Yagi. well. Uh, yeah, so, you know. And Menzo yeah, Burrow. Will, will Nick Yagi make your top 15? At the moment, if I was ranking it right now, do you want to know my honest opinion? Yeah. Of no. course not. He's, he hasn't said more than two lines. Now, could that change? It, I try to rank the, I try to do the top 15 and top 10 list with... As little biasy as possible. It's not impo it's impossible. This might be to do my that. last sevens up after saying something like that. All right. Wow. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I feel okay, like I'm Getachan right really? now. I'm basically Getachan, and you're Yumano Yoshiro, which is ditch this guy. Yeah, and he just slammed his water bottle down. I got water on my laptop. Oh man. I'll take that thousand dollar donation for my new laptop, please. Stop being dramatic. It was five drops. He picked Steph, donated five dollars, and said, "Crazy theory: What if Otis gets taken by the drone and becomes the big villain? That'd be crazy." I mean, there's a theory out there that Otis is the one pulling. He's pulling all the strings. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you thought that. Now, I don't think the drone is capable of capturing Otis. They don't even know who Otis is. Otis is 10 steps ahead of everyone. How do they not know who he is? Take off his mask. You, you have him in custody. So Yuga is five steps ahead of everyone. We've said that. We saw that, especially in the third season. Otis is the only character who's five steps ahead of Yuga. So Otis is a character that I just... And I'm starting to think Goha is 10 steps behind everyone. <laughs> I believe that. I mean, come on. Well, as you said... You might be rooting for Goha Six. I might. I might. They might have a legitimate, better plan to run the city. I mean, jeez. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Silhouette Man's scary, dude. <laughs> Big step. Thank you. I like. I li it's an interesting theory. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Uh, Otis Kyo is weird. Kyo. Another two real. Thank you, Kyle. Beef eyes, barbecue dragon. 
That could be the ace. I like that. That's like, um, like filet that style. Yeah. I like that a lot. Maybe T-bone steaks in the eyes, you know? You get a, all of a sudden, you're going to be watching the episode, and you're going to realize, wow, this deck is really making me hungry. And that's when you know, Nikiagi, you touched your heart right here. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. Next uh, donation. Kyle, thank you for the donation. We're going to be real disappointed when his ace is a spatula. Well, no. I mean, he's going to win, though. So it doesn't matter what his ace is. Right? I mean, he's, he's already won. He's and so salty. And it's no, no, I'm not salty. I'm actually... I'm, I'm very happy for Nick Yagi. You're, like, you're like salt back. You're a little bit salty. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not salty at all. I'm just... I'm I'm very happy to celebrate the Nick Yagi win with you guys. It's going to be happy. it's gonna be some sort of animal with two... Um, These are going to be the longest 10 days of my life. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> what, what is it called? This. <laughs> when you, you barbecue the stuff on a skewer. What is that called again? Oh, um, a shish filet. kebab? A shish, shish kebab. kebab. He's going to have a shish kebab and each hand like swords. <laughs> oh my god, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> oh man. Uh, X-Layer donated another $5. Thank you so much, said, Is it funny that each arc we've always had two or three side characters duel against the villain group minions? I mean, yeah, I guess. If you I kind of like that. If you kind of think about it, yeah. I'm, as a Burrow was around in there. Yeah. There's a few characters. Yeah, I, okay. I, I see what x is saying. I zoned out there for a second. So, is it funny that each arc, we always had two or three side characters right, Sebastian. duel against the villain's group's minions? Yeah, right. Sebastian against Chicago, Tiger against Caterpillar. Right. Yeah, so, he's right. And I love that, because that's world building. Yes. That's exactly how it's you world build. absolutely world build. Because if you had Rook and Roman and Gakuto and Yuga defeating all of these characters, you're not expanding the world. You're yeah. not... Giving, um, you're not breathing air into this world and into the many characters. We've talked about yeah. how Sevens has a lot of characters, yeah, and I think for the most part they've handled it really, really they've well. They've done a pretty masterful stroke of making every character have a moment or feel relevant, which yeah. is just crazy. I mean, even again, all memes aside, even Nick Yagi's getting a moment in this episode to step in for Menza Burrow. Something like that's gonna happen in Brains? No, no way, no. no way that's happening. No. You knew the characters that were going to get wins and brains. Playmaker, Soul Burner. I mean, think about a lot of those side characters in there. They had a lot of one-off duels, and we never saw them again. Yeah. Like, dueling, at least. Yeah. Never saw them again. Like yeah. a Vira. Haru. Right? Yeah. Gone. Justice for Haru. Justice, Justice for, for Haru. Haru. Uh, absolutely. Well, yeah. how many times did Kusanagi duel? That's once? not just a brains thing, by the way. That's a consistent thing. GX, you'll get a lot of that in GX. I've already I can think of now. I can think of about 30 characters off the top of my head. That have duels that you will never see or hear from. Again. I can't wait for the tennis president to come back. That tennis guy, I'm pretty sure, killed himself. I'm just gonna say it straight <laughs> he did up. He kill At the himself. end of that episode, he's he's literally hanging. <laughs> he didn't off. actually jump, but we he don't see that. It fades to black, he's and fine. then we never see he's him fine. again. He remember he's that's on, gonna be a dark he, theory. He's on par with Hellkaiser. <laughs> you gotta remember that. Who said that, Mindy or Jasmine? I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah it might have been one of them. I don't think Oscar. No, it wasn't Oscar. Whoever, whatever yeah. one of her, you know, yeah. idiot friends said it, yeah. they got to get kicked out of the academy. They that's should. The, that's they, the dumbest they thing. They should I've be ever demoted heard. at least to raw yellow. Yeah. For a comment. Like yeah. That. Uh, they should get kicked out of the academy. I mean, you're extreme. I, well, I am extreme. I'm sorry. What a comment that is. Joke. <laughs> but yeah, Sevens has done very good. Yeah. <laughs> X-Layer, great point. Gr gr that would be a great clip out of context, and then you just roll it back to that. <laughs> Uh, Janeth Ernest donated two Canadian dollars. Thank you, Janeth. And said, your thoughts on the new Crystal Clear Wing? Yeah, beautiful monster. Um, obviously, Crystal Wing was a card that tormented me. One of Hugo's cards from um, Arc 5. Clear Wing was also a monster that tormented me. I, I hated playing against those dragons. And now we get Crystal Clear Wing. It looks great. Um, 
I don't know if the effect is, I haven't read the effect. I've seen the design. I haven't read the effect. I'm sure the effect is probably a mixture of both clear wing and crystal wing, or just even a better effect of both of there. Um, I don't know the requirements to summon it either. Obviously I'm sure it's a synchro monster, but yeah, it's cool. I mean the white, I've always loved the designs. I just never ran those cards. I never played with them. And uh, they were lethal cards when I was playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in like 2018, 2019. So uh, that card gives me nightmares going up against it. But Crystal Clear Wing, the name is, again, the name is just a combination of two. I, I don't know. I think I'd prefer a, a, a different name, like uh, Quasi Clear Wing. I, I, I don't want to say it's lazy, just taking the two names and then just kind of combining them. I think that's a little harsh to say it's lazy. But I think I prefer when, like, Blood Rose Dragon, when upgrades have unique names entirely, if that makes sense. Um, Shooting Star Dragon is one, you know. I can think of a lot of them. But, you know, cool, cool card. Jeez, good thing we're not watching the Mets game right now. What, are they losing? It was 2-0 last I saw. What it happened? 16-4 Cubs. What happened? Peterson had no hitter for three innings. What did happen? Yeah, we're not good. Exelator donated $20 and said, uh, if going Ex into... Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you so much, Exelator. I, I, I was thinking about the Mets. Thank you. <laughs> I shouldn't, that's why you don't think about the Mets. Thank you, Exelator. That's a huge donation. Thank if, you, man. If going uh, for the 13 episodes for this arc, the final group for this arc well, has to be Yuga versus Goha 6-6 so that when everything is over, the tournament resumes and that will lead to the next arc to be the last six teams for this tournament yeah, yeah i could see that I assume six team for this tournament like two teams of three maybe yeah. i guess he means that's also assuming that goha six six will be stopped and defeated in the next seven episodes i doubt it i'm not convinced they I'm might not, not even be fully introduced in the yeah. next seven i think episodes. you might just have the echoes of them for next arc yeah i think that's where we're going yeah. i still again i don't call many things correctly i'm very happy mm -hmm. that i called kakako being part yeah. of goha six, yeah, six which is crazy because yeah. like that's basically like winning the lottery that's how like Rare, oh, when I call something. That's, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, you know. I also said Sirocco and Chicago were part of it too, so I might be wrong about that, but um, I did say all of them were part of it. Also, um, Juan said in the chat that Baez had a grand slam, so that's what happened. Even if you take away that grand slam, it's 12 4. It's still a blowout. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. I. We suck. I will it say. Went. I will say it once if I've said Cubs it again. Cubs aren't even good this year. As a, as a Mets fan, Jacob DeGrom, I'm sorry, bro. That ball went so bye, bye, Baez. We pitches on Friday. Yeah, well, they moved to start back again. Yeah. Isn't Joey Fuego pitching tomorrow? Luchazzi, yeah. yeah. Joey Fuego. So, you're an idiot. <laughs> get it, get it. I, just, I hate the Mets, okay? I'm sorry. I just <laughs> We suffer a lot. Well, I've never heard anyone call him Joey Fuego. He sucks. He's horrible. He's not bad. He's horrible, dude. Oh, my God. He's horrible. That's, I'm sorry. That's messed up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the I actually, if I had a Twitch channel, that would be uh, an audio. <laughs> I'm sorry for the outburst. I'm annoyed because I, I, we started this stream. I thought the Mets were going to win, and then he's you telling did, me it's six. We were looking at yeah, the score. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just, I'm annoyed. I don't want to talk about the Mets. Yeah, one of the many things. One of the many things that brings me angina. Is that the word? Angina. Ajita. Ajita. Nick D would be fucking dying right now. I can hear his laugh in my head. <laughs> I, I'm not good with words, all right? Uh, Liza's been on stream, I don't know, a good 45 minutes now. You're it's a been a while. She's hopped in my lap. Uh, Kyle donated another two real and said, you see the art of Neil and Asana fighting Yuga? Oh, yeah, in the uh, opening. 
I would assume that's what he means. Yeah. Or he might mean in the or video game. The video game. Could be that. The video game looks so cool. That there's. That, I have not seen it. You gotta show yeah, me. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta show you some screenshots. I don't think there's any video clips, but the screenshots are really look, make it look beautiful. Yeah. Hey man, they make any good games that could be open world eventually. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, seriously, Orion donated another five euro. Thank you, seriously. And said, Crack Theory, Goha66 uh, is a descendant of the founder of Goha, and his insurrection is him attempting to overthrow the drone that went Skynet. I That is a great... That's a, that's a great theory. And Yeah, that's, I, like that theory. I like that theory a lot. Like well, that. you know what? There has to be a tie there. Because the six looks so much like a G, and the color scheme is identical. Mm -hmm. So this has to be someone that is very closely tied yeah. with Goha. Some this would is... say it looks like a G6. The... Oh, like a G6. Like Popping bottles in the ice. Like a blizzard. Boop, boop. Blizzard, yeah. When, when we, we drink, drink, we, we do, do it right. right. Getting slizzard. Sipping scissor. And my ride. ride. <laughs> my ride. <laughs> like like three six. Well, now I'm feeling so fly. Like that song defined my, what was it, 2008? Yeah, great, great year. It just reminds me of Dredge. Reminds, uh, me of, of reminds me of reminds me of Savage of Weir. Really. I think of Weir. When yeah, Weir. Like, yeah, all different person. Yeah, all great people. Well, actually, at Drudge, I do like a lot, but the other. <laughs> oh man, it is getting late. <laughs> it's getting to be that time for old Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> the old Yu-Gi-Oh. Everything. <laughs> uh, but thank you, seriously, Ryan. Thank you, seriously. That's a really cool, really good story. Because to me, how did did the drone really start this company? I feel like not. I feel like he's more of a parasite that came into whatever happened. I think that's very possible. So, yeah. so I agree. Uh, Xlayer, another $5. Now bring in the Chi GE monkey to duel so we have a pigeon versus monkey. I swear to God, Xlayer, <laughs> if that effing monkey from GX shows up, I will drop this show in a heartbeat. I don't ever want to see that again. Imagine they go to the well for legacy characters, and that's the character they bring back. I would be I'd be, no, I'd be I would too. drive to Konami in New York and go, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Also, they have nothing to do with it, so that's nothing. why it would be hilarious. That's why I'd be better. Yeah. What are you doing? No, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. That would, I'd rather no legacy characters. I, that might that. be the There's, first time ever I might ask you, can I do a rant on your channel? Yeah, <laughs> I, you, you would join me for that. That would be a fun video. That would be real fun. Holy God. The monkey from GX. That's like the big uh, Jump Festa announcement that he's returning to. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I would do. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be mortified. I'd be shocked. You thought it was bad when you were laying on the floor over there after the announcement. Yeah, well, I was shocked at that announcement. And really talk was. about how being so like so a lot of people so upset for no for now realizing yeah. no reason. Yeah, but a lot of people also though, um, I think they they misanalyze um, that I wasn't I wasn't angry at the change. I was it's just, just shocked. Yeah. I think and, I think, and I was really expecting because of the way they hyped it up. And I will never say that they hyped it up the right way. I will never say that. Talking about how it's going to celebrate the 20th anniversary, yeah. how it's going to, you know, they announced it early, hyping it up like it's going to be this big show where it could be a massive crossover. That was wrong to do. Or it's um, on, like, a the same timeline as one of the other shows. Right. That was, like or that. a sequel. That was wrong to do. That promotion was not, I think, very integral. Well, even if it had just been, like, Adult Yugi and Kaibo with maybe their children or even their grandchildren. No, huge, yeah. You know, something along where it's yeah. like they're not in the game anymore, but they're like 
their children are discovering a new way to play. Yeah, no, it would it would have been massive. Yeah. And that, that those were the theories because of the way that they were promoting it. We're gonna celebrate the last twenty years. The art style changes when we see the announcement, and it looks completely different. And I was worried that it was gonna be targeted like for way very too young. young. Yeah. Which I don't think it is. I, it's younger, I but the, I don't think it's very The young. way they've, like, celebrated the 20-year anniversary has been, like, randomly throwing in an old card in yeah. Rush Duel form. Yeah. 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 That's, that's really it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, listen, I, I mean... Oh, you and, um, and uh, Schrodinger's cat, right? He was a... Schrodinger's a cat used the, 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 the uh, odd-eyes dragon, yeah. How many more do we have? We have, I mean, they keep coming in. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I then you have link ones. Oh my god, it just doesn't go down. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I was hoping to hold off on the bathroom. You can keep reading them. I'm gonna use the restroom. Okay, I'll pretend I'm Dylan. Here, do you want to go yeah. up to the bathroom? With Re Dylan? Read the ones that you can. I love you guys, Liza. Here, come on, go, Liza. Come on, Liza. I'll be right back. Kyle did another two real and said episode 66 of Sevens has to be a special. I mean, it has to be. Yeah, like, yeah. Going with the I theme agree. of the show. Yeah, Kyle, thanks again. I, I agree. I think episode 66 is going to have to have some significance in some way, shape, or form. It's not a, um, what's the word? A factor of 13, unfortunately. Yeah. Or else that would be, like, perfect, you know? Yeah. But I think 65 is, right? 39. I think it is. 52, 60. Yeah, it is. All right, so, it that, is. so 66 right could, there. No, but 66 could be a blast into a new... Yeah. Something really big. You 65 know? has a an insane ending that leads into 66. And then 66 br brings something brand new, maybe, you know? So it could. That could actually be a really special episode. 60, 65 ends with a portal opening up. We see a silhouette of someone, and it looks like they're on a board. And then 66 happens. Yusaku shows up. There you go. And that's Boom. where he was going this whole Boom, time. Boom, wrote you the show. Wow. Just wrote the show. Crap. Soul Burner go. shows up. I get that tattoo. Dude. I hope that just happened just for that. Uh, XLR donated another $5. Thank you, said, XLR. So which team do you want to perish? Or in other words, never never existed. So which team do you want to perish? So it seems, I can answer this for Dylan, actually. So Dylan wants the Machine Cavalry Club to perish, as he said multiple times. Yeah. I think we can he all agree with that. Dead. Um, I don't really think I want a team to perish or not exist, but... I don't think that the astronaut team is going to play much of yeah, a part they're, they're in this. They're probably done. And um, I don't think the newspaper club is going to play much part in this. Those would be the two teams I think would be like non-existent in this arc. No, I agree. For like the tournament. Yeah, I, I totally agree with those choices. Because um, you still have Hunt coming in and you have Metzboro Right, so that makes the Yachty. Dinosaur Club relevant yeah. and you make the Ramen Club oh. relevant. And then, at least as of now, not much on the others. No. Not, not yet. Yeah. I guess we could, we could see where that goes. Seriously, Ryan donated five euros and said to uh, add on to what Kyle said, episode 66 would be the first episode of the sixth. So arc. that's also true. Maybe. Oh, wow. I didn't realize it would be the sixth. Rikers factors of yeah, 13. So, so we were getting to that, but I didn't realize it was the sixth arc also. Yeah. So it would be that like. Perfect. It would be so it would six, be six, 66. Six, six. Wow. How about wow. that? Wow. Wow. Brain blast. That's actually pretty awesome. We'll have to bring that up to Dylan again. Oh yeah. Uh, he came back, Kyle, and donated another five real and said it's a fan art of Neil and Asana fighting over Yuga. So that's the gotcha. earlier donation. Uh, they just like uh, Yuga so much that in the art they are pushing him around. Okay, uh, that's pretty funny. That's very cool. Uh, link uh, link that fan art uh, somewhere. Maybe on Dylan's Twitter or something. I want to check that out. Yeah, Twitter, Discord. Yeah, yeah, or Discord as well. 
uh, X-Layer donated another $5 and said, also, you not believing me yesterday was a huge mistake. That was Referring to mistake, Dylan in the yeah. Twitch stream, uh, X-Layer was pointing out that, hey, Nick Yagi is dueling. It came out in the summary. DMC yep. said it. And Dylan did not believe him. Dylan had to fact uh, check so, yeah. him. And then so he deserves, he deserves everything. You For not believing X-Layer yesterday on Twitch, you deserve all of it. I do. Yeah. I absolutely do. Oh, and Dylan, we have to bring up a, a point that was made. What was yeah. the point? So... A point was made. Who was on that said it would be Kyo. special? Kyo said that episode 66 of Sevens has to be special. Which yeah. would make sense, right? And then like Seriously that. Orion brought up the added point. Because we were trying we were kind of piecing it together, but then Seriously Orion brought up the point. It would be the first episode of the sixth arc. So it'd be episode 66 to start the sixth and arc. They stayed on the six, 13 six, episode arc. That's six. absurd. They did that on purpose. 100%. So th- we were like, that is, 65 is going to probably have an insane ending, and 66 is going to have some it's amazing gotta be huge. start to a, an arc. That'll be very pro-Goha, I bet you. That's crazy. Pro-Goha or six, the six, end six. of Goha. Yeah, right. It's maybe their they... own demise on 666. That's fascinating. Right? Yeah, whoever, who said that? Kyle? It, it was, was Kyle, Kyle and, and then Seriously Orion. Orion. You guys are yeah. great. Wow, that's awesome. We, it was funny because when Kyo said it, I was at him. I'm like, Kai. it's too bad 66 isn't a factor of 13. Let's just, let's just blow through these. Let's guys, we, through we've this. done like six all and they're three. just still coming. You guys, all three of us work in the way. We literally did about five or six when you were gone. <laughs> guys, 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 I appreciate the love and support. We're here every Wednesday night. I promise I you. X-Lair's I mean, I just, ca- I think I just like seven more. I think more. Guys, done six more on his own. <laughs> we have to sleep. I, it might, it might have to get to a point where I actually have to turn it off. I don't actually know how to even do that. I'm sure there's a way for me to. Well, it's all right. We're gonna speed run it. Like we're gonna uh, speed run speed these. the duel. You guys are amazing, and all trust right. me, it helps me out immensely. But I promise there, you, here we go. We are here every Wednesday. Uh, X Slayer uh, went on a string here, so he donated two dollars. Said also bring the dog from Zexel the Sevens for a duel. Then donated another two dollars. Said bring back the cat guy for more dragon references. All right. Then X-Layer. donated another two dollars and said bring the dude that beat Crow to Sevens. So that'd be Battle Beast in a bit. And then well, he's one of them. And then Nicholas Horton donated, interrupted that, and donated five pounds and said, a plot point that they've dropped from the show is Rook's power to affect slash shut down machines. I don't think they fully dropped that. He Every, referenced that a few episodes ago. The, I, still, I have the devil inside I still me. Think he referenced, it, it, I still well, think he referenced the Rook inside him. Oh, Remember yeah, Remember he right. said, the Rook inside me wouldn't feel right about it. But then in the duel against the Moon Man, he said, I've tamed the devil inside of me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the, yeah. it's still around. It just hasn't it's, been... Uh, but it's funny because I remember early on in the show, they like they had a couple times where he used it. It was a huge plot point. And then, and then it, it, it started to dissipate. And remember yeah. we had said it on here and I was like, Wow, they really kind of just kind of let that go. And like yeah. two episodes later, he used the power. Yeah, it was a huge plot. I, I, I think they'll come back to it at some For point. Sure. Yeah, I, I think so. I think the last time we've seen it in any relevance was what? The second Arata duel? Yes. Yeah. I think that was the, next, the last time we've really right. seen it, right? Yeah. right. Uh, Kyle donated to Rial and said, protect Seagull Chan from this man right now. Protect who? Seagull Chan. Seagull Chan. Yes, we have to protect Seagull Chan. That's right. Uh, Xlayer donated five dollars and said, "Bring the kids from Arc Five to Seven so we can all suffer." And then donated another two dollars and said, "Bring Naoki into Seven so we can see everyone be pissed." And then he donated another two dollars and said, "Bring Battle Beast to Sevens for Dill to be pissed." Xlayer has snapped. Xlayer has snapped. <laughs> he did. Xlayer, thank you, man. He did. He did snap. Jesus Christ! All right, I'm gonna read the the links, uh, the donations using the link. Um, I love you guys so much. This is an insane stream. Jesus Christ. Um, All right. To everyone who used the link, thank you. Mega Karibo, thank you for the 666. Thank you for the Satan donation. 
I can't believe Sevens has made me care about characters that have only appeared in two to three episodes. Geta and Ushido. I really love Roma's character and how he pretty much is a terrible person. Excited to see his growth. Felt bad when he sacrificed his aces. When the music just stopped when he sacrificed uh, that um, Dumont. Oh, that was amazing. Um, X-Layer, thank you. Bring Johnny Steps to Sevens. Thank you, X-Layer. X-Layer's lost his Mega Karibo, I agree. And that's something that they have done... uh, Really, really good. Really, really yeah. well. They have done that really well in the sense of um, making us care about characters that haven't really showed up that much, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I really like the way they yeah, that. Yeah, that was kind of the highlight of the episode for me. That really threw me off guard. I, I, I didn't expect that. Yeah, me too. Uh, Seriously Orion, who has super chatted quite a bit, donated $15 earlier. Seriously Orion, Seriously? thank you so much, my man. Um, I'm able to catch one of these live streams. I'm able to catch one of these live instead of rewatching Thursday morning. I have many thoughts, but one of my most prevalent, do you think that Ronze leaving could have been premeditated between herself and Neil? And by saying that it's not his providence. Um, I don't think it was premeditated by Neil. I think maybe oh, like it was... Neil was the one that had her going, had her coming yeah, to him. Yeah. I don't think so because... I believe he really does trust everything in Providence. Yeah. And I think by him telling her it's not his Providence, I don't think it was orchestrated by Neil. I do think that she had an idea of what she was doing. Yeah. And I think that she wanted to go to Neil after Gakato. That's what I And that reason we still don't know 100%. We don't. But it makes the duel between them that much more fascinating, you know? Yeah. The other thing is uh, Sebastian's reaction was very angry. So if that was, if Neil and Ronde were in cahoots, that would mean that Neil went behind Sebastian's back and put on a show. I don't think he did. Yeah, I don't think so. But, um, so I don't think there was any premeditation there, but it makes so much more sense now knowing that Gakuto and Neil are on a crash course with each other in this tournament, I think. Yeah. Um, and that duel means so much more, well, yeah, so much more now because of Ronze's influence. So yeah. again, and we should have seen that coming. Right? Because I was like, there's no way Gakuto and Nail are going to duel. There's no way. Because if Neil's on a team, Yuga's going to duel them. Yuga and Nail are on the same mm-hmm. team. I mean, it's just everything they do is for a reason. Yep. The second Ronze went to Nail's side, we should have immediately been speculating Gakuto versus Nail, when's it happening? Yep. I mean, I think that duel's a guarantee. Yeah, I mean, we saw it in the beginning when uh, Ronze went against Galliant. We knew that inevitably Gakuto was going to meet up with him, and it yes. happened. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but... Seriously, thank you for the massive donation. Chapel of Nikiagi, thank you for the $1 dono. Your daily reminder that pair production is the strongest cyber spell. Crack Theory, <laughs> Ronze is the new leader of Geta and Ushido because she still wants to be the main character. That is a Crack that's Theory. A, that's a cool theory. But it's not a horrible theory because if Nail didn't take Ronze in, I can see Ronze falling to Goha 6x and joining up with them yeah, and being a power. servant to them. Yeah, I can see that. And I even said that if Nail does not take Ronze in, I'm worried about what Ronze is going to go got, through. She got Ron's eyes for uh, Silhouette Man. <laughs> I don't even think that's possible, dude. God. We have to hope that he is uh, maybe did take Ronze in. Otherwise, I think Ronze could definitely make an alliance with Goha 6-6. We'll see. Oh, dope. She's definitely lost right now. Uh, seriously, Orion just donated five more to say that the, Thank link, you, the link was cut off like, oh. at the end of his thing. He meant to say it's not his providence because he didn't like doing something underhanded. That would make that. Okay. So that definitely makes more sense. But I still yeah. think 
that because of Sebastian's reaction, I think it's it was probably legitimate. Um, I also don't think that in that sense he would have a reason to lie to Ronze um, or lie in front of Sebastian or lie to the audience that's watching. So I don't think so, Orion. I don't think it was premeditated. I'm not even fully convinced that N Nail took in Ronze. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, we never got confirmation. And she wasn't there when Nail showed up. So, like, you know, I don't know. I'm not convinced that Nail took Ronze in even. Maybe Ronze helped Otis escape. Also, Nick Yagi getting a duel and might win. Ha. Chapel of Nick Yagi, you're getting the last laugh, along with a lot of people. Limestone, thank you for the $10 donation. Thank you so much, Limestone. Really enjoying this arc so far. Every episode has been great. Completely agree. Still hope we see other teams compete, and not just full domination from Team Yuga. I am worried we're just going to see the highlights and then the big duel. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, probably. Seems like we're going to get a long time. So I, I um... I agree, but I, I I think we're we're gonna get the Spectre treatment. The Spectre treatment. <laughs> Don't say that, dude. Um, seriously, Orion, thank you for another twenty dollar donation. Jesus Christ, man! Thank you so much. Uh, do you think there's a link between Otis disappearing while at the same time Galleon and Shore going off and helping Asana and Caterpillio? Perhaps Otis leads six six, and that's why their goal is to destroy Goha. I like that theory better than yeah, Otis possible. is like the drone or in cahoots with the yeah. Goha drone. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he could have pulled the strings and, and created the tournament. Because yeah. I think Goha Six Six created the tournament, especially and now they knowing sent the book. Especially now knowing Sweets Kakako is the hostess of this tournament and works for Goha Six Six. Yep. Goa 6 6 is behind this tournament. I'm sorry. I, I really believe More that. More than likely. And so maybe Otis is part of of that. You know. I don't know. I agree. I don't know. It's interesting. We're going to have to find out. We're going to have to find out. Yeah, yeah baby. Seriously, Orion, dude. You, thank you so much, man, for tonight. Yeah, you, seriously. You went crazy. <laughs> don't call uh, me Solid Snack, call thank you for the uh, donations. Best Sevens episode, even if my queen didn't win, Mimi. And probably the best Yu-Gi-Oh! episode since the Vrain's finale, in my opinion. Wow. Really want a Get a Revenge episode. He deserves better. And wow, this is the most stacked team in existence. Maybe stronger than Team 5Ds. Uh, Solid Snack also donated and wrote, Can't believe people think what happened to Mimi is bad writing. She knew the risks. Yep. I love to see these type of corruption arcs. I totally agree. Yep. Even if it was bad writing, we still have like three other really well-written Yu-Gi-Oh! girls in this show. LOL. Also agreed. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't I think agree. it was bad writing. So I don't. I, don't. I yeah. liked it. She, you know what you're getting into. Power, Um, what do they say? Corrupts absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's and, what's going to happen. And then the final donation from Solid Snack. I'm a bit worried about the next episodes. They don't seem that great. Unless we get some info about Kakako, Sirako, Chikako. Schadenfreud of Dill having to see Nick Yagi to win his... I don't know what that word is. Schadenfreud of Dill having to see Nick Yagi win his duel will be amazing. Hoping the Hani Wa 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 girls make a team. Hani Wa Wa Wa! I hope so too. I hope so too. Sora, thank you for the donations. Limestone, thank I think, you. I think Schadenfreud's like the satisfaction. Yeah, I think it's like basically it. you eating crow. Yeah, it probably is. And he doesn't like And he crow. doesn't like crow, yeah. so that's actually a good point. Limestone, thank you for the $5 donations. Looking forward to barbecue everything, and Nick Yagi is a bro. Bless Nick Yagi. <laughs> Nick Yagi. And seriously, Orion, another $10 donation using the link. Seriously, man, thank you so much. Seriously. Uh, Nick Yagi is the bandit Keith of Sevens. Proof, America. Yes, he is. And uh, I have a bandit Keith video coming out, actually. I'm not even kidding about that. He really does. 
Um, Solid Snack also donated another dollar. Since you made the theoretical best team in all of Yu-Gi-Oh, what three people from all the shows could make the worst possible team? Oh. How do you guys see the Mimi drone thing resolving? I'm guessing some rematch with Yoshio that's brutal, which makes Mimi snap out of it. I well, can see that as well. Worst, I think he's going to duel Yuga Worst next. possible team, Aoi has to be out the front. No, come on. That's just rude. Naoki, Kotade, and Taya Gardner. I was going to say Hyatt, though. <laughs> okay. I might go. I'll right give there. you that. I'll, and then Tori from Zexo. I'll go with my, my all brains team. Right. And I'll go Naoki, Aoi, and Haru. You put you think Emma you is wouldn't, better wait, than Aoi? What about yes. Prototype B? What about Prototype B, bro? What about Kitamura? Come I on. would still take Kitamura over Aoi. Oh, you're crazy. Okay, well now you're just being This is good. Get him out of here. Get him out. Yeah, get him out. The you're way off. she was treated, bro. You're off the podcast. Adam, thank you for the $4 donation, and thank you, Solid Snack. Preview for episode 50. Imagine you're on Yuga's team, and one silly cowboy single-handedly defeats the whole team. <laughs> thank you for the donation. Can you say that again, actually? Seriously, Orion, thank you for another $10 donation. $10 for the pupper. Yay! I will be sure to buy Liza a, a, a nice um, toy. Here you go. So, no, I absolutely will. And Chapel, thank you for the donation. Clearly the best team is Shuckle, Flapple, and Nick Yagi. Thank you, Chapel, Flapple. Thank you. Uh, this is probably the most donations we've ever we received. we still got more to go through here, so. Do you want to just bang them out real quick? Yeah, so. Oh, my voice uh, is getting sore. So, X-Layer donated $5 and said, and lastly, may the countdown begin for Nick Yagi to win. He lied because he came back and donated $5 and said, also bring back Five-Headed Dragon back as a legend card or a maximum version. Okay. Then Kyle sure. donated two real and said, I will say again, Otis is tied with the silhouette man. I agree. Possibility I think so. there. Yeah. I think that is possible. And I then really X-Layer do. donated $2 and said, Nick Yagi is our god and savior, USOB. And then another yep. $2 said, wanted to say, this is where Kaizo man, uh, like where he at? Where is Kaizo? <laughs> yeah. Why? Well, he might be a permadeath. Kaizo's absence makes me I'm think hoping. that Yuga has instructed him to do something that we are not aware of or... <laughs> That he's genuinely out of commission from Tiger's attack. And like he can't, like, and Yuga just hasn't had the time to Yuga fix him. Yuga hasn't had the time to fix him. No. I don't know. Kaiba disappearing is, Kaizo disappearing Kaiba. is scary. And remember, Otis showed himself in the real world at the same time Goha 6-6 started making their move. I don't know if that's a coincidence or if there's something a little deeper there. A tie-in between Otis and Goha 6-6 I don't think is the craziest thing in the world. I no, really not don't. Not at all. I really don't. Um, but that, at the moment, is it? You guys are crazy. That was Woo! the most donations I think we've ever received on a stream. Um, we had a crazy amount of people watching as well. Yeah, for sure. We were at, like, in the 150s. We were in the 150s the whole time. Yeah, um, I don't know if it's Nick Yagi hype. I don't know if it's just because 44 was great. Or I don't know if it's because a lot of you guys really enjoy this segment. You keep coming back and you're telling your friends, which we tell appreciate. Friends, but thank you for friends. making Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s uh, talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's up, one of the uh, the most watched Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's podcasts that is out there. We really appreciate it. And um, Pete, Cal, you guys are amazing. Thank you for doing this with me every Thanks night. Nick T obviously me. sends his regards. Follow me on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter. Links are down below. Arc 5 Watch Along, episodes 8 to 15 or 17. I'm not sure when we're ending yet. That'll be Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Link to Twitch is down below. These guys do some great work as well online. All their stuff is linked. Yep. Promote yourself. Please follow these gentlemen. Did you did you grab that last Chapel Flapple one? Um, I believe I did. It's so just a check. Let's just be safe. That was the Shuckle one, right? Clearly, best okay, team so is Shuckle good. Flapple and yeah, 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 yes, okay. yes. yeah, we got that one. Um, so very quickly, uh, I stream on Twitch. It's Twitch.tv/slash Calbreezy. 
Um, I've been kind of not active lately. Work's been kind of rough. I'm actually just happy that I was able to come here tonight. Yeah, I'm happy. Um, but hopefully next week and moving forward, I'll be more active. I'm going to try to do like three to four days a week if I can. Um, and then my Twitter, I think, and Instagram are down below as well. So you can go follow those and uh, appreciate it. Yep. Uh, Run Chow, YouTube, Clueless Gamers. Yes. Uh, a lot going on over there. Episode 4 of Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, went live today. Reaction. Ep- yeah, the reaction of that. Episode 5 to be coming very shortly. We have the finale, episode 6, to do for this weekend. So that should be probably early next weekish. So stay tuned for that if you're interested. Uh, we just did some trailer reactions to some, uh, some older trailers that just came out like 2-3 weeks ago. And the most recent, Shang... Chi trailer so mm. stay tuned for that uh all those reactions to be uh appearing on the channel in the next couple of days and finally uh brian and i my co-host on first and ten the nfl football podcast on close gamers will be filming tomorrow our free agency and draft hype episode leading up to the draft next week so if you're interested in that please feel free to come by and uh check us out and as always follow me on twitter at pfagaro are you going to do a mock draft of some sort? We might. We might. We'll see. I'll have to come we'll by. I'll have to come by. I'll have to come by. Keenan Calibro, thank you guys for being a part of this. I could not do this without you. I truly mean that. Thank you, guys. Um, Nick T, thank you as well. And to everyone at home, thank you so much for watching. To everyone who went that extra mile, X-Slayer, Kayo, Seriously Orion, Adola Burst, and to everyone that donated uh, and super chatted, thank you so, so much I cannot tell, I mean, just go back and watch some of the earlier videos of this and literally look at the quality now. It's literally thanks to you guys donating, supporting me uh, in that sort of way and supporting the channel. Um, You guys are amazing. Exciting stuff to come. It's a great time to be a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s. I will see you in another video or another stream. Make sure to follow me on Twitch if you don't already. I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And I hope you have an amazing amazing day. day. Take care, guys. guys. Peace. Thank you. Thank you.